0: Talk Live. And you can take control of the airwaves The toll-free number 855-453. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website. Head over to freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features that we give to you there. Once again, freetalklive.com. Unlike those other talk show hosts, our site is free. You may uh, experience the show live through it, uh, download archives, get interactive with other Free Talk Live listeners in a variety of different ways. We give it all away freetalklive.com joining you in studio tonight by the way it's ian michelle and mark and we are discussing uh to start the show out tonight i think that there's some international news that sounds pretty important and you guys have the story i was completely in the dark about this honestly i haven't had a chance to look at the news i've been preparing all day for the Derek jay's Victimless Crime Spree movie premiere, which is Very happening. Very excited about that. Are you that. coming?
1: Of course I'm coming. Great. Yes. Uh,
0: it's happening on Saturday morning and there's much to be done. I'm setting up microphones and stuff like that because we're doing like a, a Q&A session afterwards. So I apologize. Apparently I didn't know that there's a war starting. Uh, <laughs> what is going on?
1: Well, um, demonstrators have attacked the U.S. embassies in Yemen and Egypt. And in-
2: Libya too, right? Is it a, b- b- a Benghazi?
1: There's... um. Well, this particular arg- uh, article that I'm focusing on right okay. now mentions Yemen and Egypt. Okay. Then there was an altercation at uh, uh, in Libya, and that had to that involved the uh, murder of four um, Americans, including the ambassador to the United States. It's a pretty big deal. Yeah. So, um, in any case, the demonstration the demonstrators have attacked the embassies. Uh, protesting the film that they consider to be blasphemous uh, to Islam. And um, the U.S. response was to send warships to Libya and um, Marines. Oh, my. Now, the, something that I find interesting, um, we can get into details about that, the whole story. But what I found funny was that this, this trailer for the movie was released in July. And it's been was, around for
2: a while okay right
1: and there was a little bit of a you know a, a scuffle or not a not a physical altercation but just um kerfuffle yes a kerfuffle <laughs> all right <laughs> and uh but not much until for 2 months like until 2 months later
2: i hadn't heard of it until today
1: right now what has been what's on the news what's the movie news? called
0: does
2: anyone know
1: um innocence i think is what it's called innocence, innocence. mhm okay um so what we see in um But what we see that's going on today and yesterday, if you happen to go to something like Bloomberg.com and look up, uh, you know, just see all the headlines, every single headline is uh, from a fundamentals perspective for trading, that all indicators indicate that we should Be you know battening down the hatches and pulling out the mattresses now because
2: QE three yes that
1: and the jobless rates and the new home starts and I mean it is just bad news bad news bad news bad news all the way around. Well, ironically though, S and P in the markets up up up. It's to the high S and P is at the highest it's been since two thousand seven.
2: Well, I listen generally (laughs) to NPR on the way into the show, um, and that's that. you know, Kai Rizdahl and whatever the, the market show that they do. I can't remember what it is, but they were just as pleased as punch that the Federal Reserve was uh, going to be buying up, um, you know, distressed mortgage uh, securities, mortgage backed securities. I mean, they were just pleased. So the QE3 apparently is good for Wall Street, and not so great for the economy is the way I see it.
0: Okay, so uh, can we talk about the QE3 thing separately from this whole going to war uh, situation? Because it, it seems like a lot at once, two big okay. topics. Uh, I think that, uh, you know, this news about the folks protesting this movie. The movie, by the way, is called Innocence of Muslims.
1: Innocence of Muslims, thank you.
0: And uh, there's a story over at the Washington Post that says it portrays him as a philanderer and child abuser. Now, philanderer is like a, somebody who's. What cheating on his his wife or sleeping with I multiple women? Be, or
2: what? I think he could be a single philanderer. It's just a womanizer.
0: I see. Yeah. Okay. So here's the definition: to make love with a woman one cannot or will not marry. Okay. To carry on flirtations, and so this is what folks are upset about. This is why they've attacked the uh, the embassy. Is this the first critical, you know, movie around? I think South Park Muhammad? had Muhammad on it. This is strange, right? So now, You said this is like some kind of a false flag. Michele, well, that's in your what opinion? I mean. I don't,
1: I, you know, false flag. I was associate that uh, term with like Alex Jones and mm-hmm. and uh, you know that, conspiracy theory. Yeah, conspiracy exactly. Theory. I just find it very interesting. It's not like they don't
2: exist. I mean, certainly they have existed in history. Absolutely, yeah.
1: So the timing of it all is rather serendipitous, you know, and and coincidental. Um, considering the last two days has been, you know, constant bad news on the economic front. And so now, what has the response been by the two, um, by Obama and Romney, who are in competition for the highest office in the land, in the country, in the world? Um, they've shifted. They're now talking about foreign policy. They're gonna they're gonna shelf the uh, discussions of the economy.
2: So sure, now, and this if, allows them to both warmonger. If right? these two yes. things yes. are to related, how, to prove how big a warmonger they are. Yes, if these two things are related, and I would uh, I'm skeptical that they are. Um, what is you know how does the uh, Ben Bernanke whip whip up people uh, you know a crowd of people in three different countries to get all upset about a movie that uh, the trailer was released a couple of months ago? How, do, how does he do that?
1: I don't. Think that it's. Ben I wouldn't say it's Ben Bernanke that he's the one who's do
2: doing QE three.
0: I'm sorry. What does the QE three have to do with? I don't uh, know this movie. You
1: asked out. about false flags sort of thing, yeah. so he was. I'm not making back. the
0: connection here. Yeah.
1: So I am um, simply saying that I just find it really uh, too coincidental. Mm-hmm. And I and are you, you suggesting?
0: No. Okay. So.
1: Do I think the U.S. is behind the protests? Yeah, I do.
3: (laughs) Okay, so
0: how many people are involved here? Like, I'm looking at uh, some photos or a photo here, and there's a good, you know, in this one photo, which does definitely not show the scope of this protest, uh, there are several people out there. I mean, a lot of people, maybe at least a couple dozen in just this one photo uh, photo alone, climbing on a fence outside of the uh, U.S. diplomatic compound in either egypt or libya it's not uh, made clear which location this is but there's a fair amount of people involved are you suggesting that uh, everyone's involved like everyone's in on the secret or that uh, the, you know somebody is orchestrating this from a top level and has the influence to just be able to call out a crowd of folks without them really knowing why or i just think that them you up? can
1: call out a crowd of folks um especially in a situation place uh, like egypt right now where it's already really volatile Mm -hmm. and um, they've been in this momentum of protests and things now for over a year and you know you can get half a dozen or a dozen people going you know down with the u.s they're they're you know uh uh, blaspheming Allah Mm -hmm. and people go what what and all of a sudden, these people that were already mm. out, kind of wandering about, are like, "Yeah, down with the U.S." And and it just easily can multiply. And I, sure,
0: and I imagine there are as many uh, ignorant uh, people over there that follow Mus- you know the Muslim religion as there are ignorant Christians that are more than happy to rally a, a war flag and go out and attack things because this is not a Muslim thing to do, and it is not a you know it wouldn't be a Christian thing to do either to, to the go entire, out and the attack like this.
1: The entire Arab world. Now. is um, behind the uh, not the protesters but they're behind the idea that the united states needs to do something to constrain the quote-unquote free speech involved how can you make
0: a statement like the entire arab world is behind something
1: okay so uh uh iran and iraq are both... Um, Iran's not considered an Arab Are you talking country, about the but-
0: governments of those countries? Because to say that the entire country of america is behind something would be impossible you can't say something like that and it's true
1: when i think in terms when i say a country i think in terms of the government i never consider the people to be the government so
0: when you say the entire arab world you mean the governments of those countries because that's a whole different statement
1: yes i am sorry so yes so um so yeah i do think that this is uh, a huge opportunity to divide uh the you know arab governments to the non-Arab governments and then you have Netanyahu who is now in the mix insisting that the U.S. and other uh, governments allow for them to uh, take up issue with Iran and I just think they're stirring the pot.
0: 855-450-FREE. Uh, Mark would love to hear your input on this as well. one 450 3733 as I understand you've been following this. Yeah well you know extent. I mean I've got some understanding. More coming up. Up. Sure. This is Free Talk Live. Your thoughts are certainly welcome. Get on the phones. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want here, 855 450 free. That's the toll free number. It's brought to you by SACL CAI, 1 450 3733. Here tonight, it's Ian,
1: Michelle, and Mark.
0: Join us on our website, freetalklive.com is a place to go. You can uh, enjoy the features that we have waiting for you there. Uh, they are many, varied. We've got archives. You can click and download as many as you want, going all the way back to late 2006 they're all free. Go to freetalklive.com, you find the last week's worth at the top of the page and then on the left-hand side click under uh, the sound, click our SoundCloud link under listen and share and you will then be taken back to years worth of the show. You can click on sh- on the share button on any one of those shows that you would like to share on your Facebook page or Twitter or WordPress blog or wherever it is you spend time online. So go to freetalklive.com, grab some archives, it's all free.
2: So there's a great uh, Bitcoin website out there called blockchain.info. Blockchain.info, yes. dot, dot have you been using it, Ian? Uh, yeah, I'm, I've been using that for a little while. Okay. It's an online Bitcoin wallet, and they also have apps for Android and jailbroken uh, iPhones. Jailbreaking mean.
0: That's like rooting for the Android. That's Correct. where you no, the, uh, break iPhone. the
2: security on the phone,
0: basically. It avo- avoids your warranty, but allows you to install apps that have not been approved by Apple. I see. Apple has a very kind of centralized control set up for their apps, Like whereas in the Android, anybody can publish whatever they want. Uh, Apple vets things before they I like the do App- you
1: like that? do you like that?
0: I don't like that no
1: okay. you want to be able to choose yourself
0: yeah. yeah. I mean it seems clear to me that you get more better apps if you've got uh, the open market competing. competition, right? I like Apple a lot less after this year.
2: I just all the stuff I've heard about them, them suing the Samsung yeah. for yeah. instance over round Soft corners. software. yeah
1: <laughs> round corners is that what you said <laughs> yes yeah.
2: Anyway, thanks to fancy encryption techniques, blockchain never blockchain never has access to your bitcoins. In fact, they can't even know how much money you're sending or receiving. Hmm. Now that I didn't know, that's that's my understanding with the uh, blockchain. Uh, you know, the, so I'm told. Hmm. And you can only you know you only have the information you're told with the blockchain wallet. You can even send bitcoins via email. To your Facebook friends, just on Facebook, you can send them, um, or to anyone's cell phone number in just about every country around the world. So you don't—they don't need to have a Bitcoin wallet for you to send them bitcoins. You can send them to their cell phone, their email address, to their uh, Facebook. Pretty much, there's a lot of people in the world that have one of those things, and you can send bitcoins to those people now, and they can do it. You can do it all for free. You can get your free Bitcoin wallet today at blockchain.info. It's blockchain.info.
0: I've got one, but I only have one Bitcoin in it because I know better than to put a bunch of Bitcoins on a online wallet. I know they're saying it's encrypted, but I just, you know, I don't trust them. I'd I don't trust send, the online
2: wallet. Uh, yeah, I'd send my money to something like that in order to— you know And then move it out. And then move it out. So, yeah, yeah. send it and then send it and then that'd be it. Right. I'd, I'd use it
0: like an online wallet should be used, which is as kind of an intermediary uh, between that and uh,
2: something where funds are more permanently stored. Yeah, So there's just been too many banks and exchanges that have gotten Bitcoin you know, ones, hexored. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so
0: 855-450-FREE, we've been talking about the international uh, scene where apparently protests have been going on in a couple different countries, I- uh, Egypt and Libya, is that right?
1: Yes, as well as Yemen.
0: Uh, let's go to the phones and see what you think about this uh, situation. Uh, Mike is on the line in Indy. Mike, you're on Free Talk Live.
4: Hi, Ian. I want to say that I think this thing this thing in libya and i'll tell you the thing that's the saddest of all is uh seeing the clips of the people holding the signs that say please don't bomb us we didn't do this and i think that yeah. they know what's coming yeah
2: yeah i've seen a i've seen people holding signs apologizing uh for you know what what has happened and these are the
0: people over in those countries who are not protesting some yeah it's not attacking the these compounds yeah so clearly not everybody agrees uh over there and, and michelle you had You've made that clear that you didn't intend to say that previously. But, yeah, people have different opinions. Um, and I imagine it's the majority of people that don't agree with what these people are doing.
1: And how interesting that um, when free speech is has been such an issue in the last you know year in particular. And I don't just think that that's a, amongst us activists and things like that. But um, in general, with the Occupy Wall Street and all those sorts of things, free speech has definitely been an issue. And now we have international governments calling for the restraint of speech. And isn't that convenient for the purpose yeah, of, I, of, of diplomatic relations? We might need to curtail speech, you know.
0: Go ahead, Mike.
4: Yeah, this, uh, you know, I think I don't know if this is true or not, but I heard on another show that Libya has strategic significance because it's the only deep water port in North Africa. And I think this would have happened this summer if that Coney 2012 thing wouldn't have blown up in their faces. Mm. This has been planned I mean this is this is this is uh, what's the word um orchestrated it's like it's by design you know that's it, it was just a matter of time before the uh, United States had to find an excuse and I guess that you don't have to blow up a building and kill three thousand people you can do it with just killing two people and justify your excuse to come into a country you know
2: well they that's haven't gone is. in yet they're uh, they've got warships off the coast and um, you know who who knows who knows what's going to happen? But I mean, that's I, definitely a threatening well, gesture. I'll tell you, the best oil in the world is in Libya. Mm. It's the light lightest, sweetest crude there is. And you know, it, really, all those people living on top of our oil, they 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 need to behave themselves.
4: Yeah, and this, and since you brought it up, Mark, this thing about uh about peak oil is is a fraud. Also, there's there's what's called abiotic oil. The Earth is. Is creating oil every day, all the time. It's always been creating oil. People need to quit thinking that all the oil is in the Middle East. We don't need it. Uh, I've heard no, people talk about uh, uh, there's enough oil for 100,000 years right off the coast of our country. Yes, but
1: there's a problem with that, town. though, Mike, in that the United States brokered a deal back in the 70s when um, Kissinger arranged for Saudi Arabia to purchase the uh, uh, the U.S. debt. And in exchange, they got a lot of gold and they also um, got a promise that the U.S. for how I'm not sure the determined number of years or if it's indefinite even, but um, that we would cap our oil reserves and that we would buy strictly through like OPEC and things like that. So, you know, the, and, and so all the hullabaloo between the different candidates talking about, oh, we're going to open up Alaska and open up the reserve. No, they, they're it's under contract. Yeah, Totally. <laughs>
0: Well, that uh, I wow. guess that so they're just shoving that down on the the co- corporations that are running business, right? Yes. So, I mean, I, as a co- you know, company owner, I didn't sign that contract, so right. In theory, I should be able to go wherever I want to, but I guess all the regulations uh, stop them from doing that. Mike, thanks for your uh, thoughts. Appreciate the call tonight. Uh, let's go to Benjamin, listening in Northern California. You're on Free Talk Live, Benjamin.
5: Yeah, I uh, wanted to discuss the current kerfuffle, as Michelle put it, uh, <laughs> happening in North Africa and the Arab world. Um. I've been following this, actually, for a couple of days. And one reason why uh, this was released a couple of months, that video that kind of sparked everybody's uh, anger...
0: No, is the video the trailer? Is that what the... is it Well, offensive?
5: supposedly it's a trailer. I think it's just the video. Because if you've seen it, and it's hard to find now because it's being taken down everywhere, is it's just crap. It's just really poorly made.
0: It says here it's, in this article at the Washington Post that some are doubting whether a film actually exists... That uh, no one has been able to obtain a copy of it thus far,
5: and yeah, that the um,
1: actress involved said that she she performed in this film and she had no idea that it was about Muhammad.
5: Yeah, if you watch it, it 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 looks like really it's really bad, really cheap just like on a screen screen really horrible stand
0: by benjamin and, uh, i know you probably had more so hang on we'll bring you back here in a moment 855-453 the sacle cai toll free Line. benjamin says he's been following this closely for a couple days so we'll see what uh, what else he has uh, what other insights he has to share 855-450-3733 your thoughts are welcome this is free talk live The successes are piling up and proving the Free State Project is a real movement and no longer just a great idea. When you're planning your move to New Hampshire, consider Keene. Keene is famous for its civil disobedience and non-cooperation, and there's plenty of political opportunity as well. Though it's more than just activism, with regular social events each week. See what's happening at freekeen.com and get connected with video, audio, one of the busiest liberty forums in New Hampshire, and more at freekeen.com. That's freekeen.com. This is Free Talk Live, and you can take control of the airwaves toll-free, 855-450-3733. Join us on our website over at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features that are on the site. We give them away to you. In fact, you can go to the bulletin board system and interact with other Free Talk Live listeners there. bbs.freetalklive.com will take you to it. That's bbs.freetalklive.com. And uh, 1-855-450-3733 will continue discussions of what's going on over in Libya and Egypt, uh, where there are protests, apparently, that are taking place or were taking place. Are they around the clock? I don't know this detail yet, so we'll learn more. 855-450-FREE for your thoughts.
2: Uncovering the secrets and exposing the lies. That's what the readers of freedomsphoenix.com get every day. Readers of freedomsphoenix.com are constantly providing the detailed real news that lies between the lines of propaganda and the relationship that we all have with coercive governments. FreedomsPhoenix.com offers up-to-the-minute updates on the economy, technology, communications, and the rise of the police state. Go now to FreedomsPhoenix.com and you can sign up for their free daily dispatch. It's FreedomsPhoenix.com. All
0: right. So let's go back to Benjamin listening in Northern California. You said you've been following the uh, situation over there pretty closely uh, in Egypt and Libya. And what was the third uh, country, Michelle? Yemen. Yemen. So what's uh, what are your thoughts, observations? Go ahead.
5: Okay, so uh one of the questions is uh why did this, this video came out several months ago. Why is it sparking trouble now? Ooh, um, yeah, on so, September eleventh. <laughs> right? Well, right. <laughs> well what happened was this video came out, apparently it was made by a Coptic Christian who uh A no, Coptic he, No 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 Christian? He's, he's a Jew. That was the first report, but apparently it's a guy, he you know, he likes to change his identity quite a bit. Uh, so what is a
0: Coptic Christian?
1: Um, Coptic it, is the Christian religion in Egypt. As, right. You know, like
2: Methodist oh, or whatever. They're okay. Coptic. <laughs> <laughs> like heretic. <laughs> mm-hmm. hmm. All right.
5: Um, so, uh, you know, a lot of these details or a lot of the things that have come out so far, I'm sure they'll change as more details come out. But the latest is that I'm aware of is that he was, he's a Coptic Christian. He's kind of um, a huckster. He changes identity a lot. Um, Anyways, he funded making this film.
2: He didn't spend much on it.
5: (laughs) No, not. It sure didn't look like it. Um, But if you watch it, it, you can totally tell when the actors are still moving their lips, but it's not their voice anymore. So
0: Uh
5: it's like they were dubbed on in certain portions when it says Muhammad. Um, So the actors being unaware of it is completely plausible.
0: A woman who played a small part in the film, according to the Washington Post, told Gawker she plans to sue the film's director for allegedly redubbing the movie, which she says was originally called Desert Warriors, to include insults about the Prophet Muhammad. And uh, she goes on to say that it was going to be a film based on how things were 2,000 years ago. It wasn't based on anything to do with religion. It was just on how things were run in Egypt. There wasn't anything about Muhammad or Muslims or anything, she claims. That, That
5: would seem about right based on what I saw. Um, so what happened is it was already, it was causing a little bit of kerfuffle, and then someone decided to translate it, uh, into Arabic, and, uh, then some imam started talking uh, up about it,
3: and Hmm.
0: so it
5: started spreading around there in its translated version, I think in Egypt is where it started, and that's when things really went haywire. Oh, boy. Um, because now all of a sudden people were seeing it and being told to watch it, and it was translated into their native tongue. Because, um, obviously, if people are insulting Muhammad in English, it's a little harder to take the insult.
1: And protesters um, have aired their anti-American anger in Egypt, Yemen, Tunisia, Morocco, Sudan, Iran, Iraq, Israel, and the Palestinian territories, wow. formally. Formerly, yes. So, you know, if you—I'm if you, sorry to interrupt you, but just for a second to go back to Libya, uh, you know, once Gaddafi was taken out— You just kind of let that go. And, and, you know, we didn't have to put in a new regime, have a regime change. You you know, they just kind of went to the back burner and, you know, slid by. Oh, but now it's all resurged to where um, the attack has raised questions about the future U.S. diplomatic presence in Libya uh, between Washington and Tripoli and the unstable security situation after Qaddafi's overthrow. So now we get to revisit you know, Libya as a potential place where, you know, the U.S. really needs to get involved because obviously we've got uh, some out-of-hand protesters.
2: Al-Qaeda took over.
5: <laughs> yeah. Well, t- talk about um, coincidences. Right. Uh, <laughs> the, reason we're, the reason we're going back into Libya or, you know, sending Marines there now is because a, a U.S. ambassador and three of his, three people who were with him uh, out of the State Department were killed. But why I say Coincidental was that uh, at first people thought it was just uh, protesters getting out of hand, deciding to go and attack uh, you know our local office there and killing the ambassador. But now it appears to have been a planned attack uh, that was planned for like September 11th.
3: And
2: by whom?
5: The cover of the protest.
2: By whom? Planned by whom?
5: But planned by you know some fringe element of you know Al Qaeda or whoever Hmm. there's lots of there's lots of little groups that hate america
0: sure now what is it uh, i don't know which one of y'all told me but uh, apparently the executive guy this ambassador was not murdered outright he died of smoke inhalation
1: correct so it's not like his throat was slit or he was you know thrown from a bridge so
0: maybe he was fire maybe they i don't know what did they they have some molotov cocktails or
5: something compound with machine guns and RPGs. okay it kind
0: of feels like killed (laughs) you know what i mean (laughs) i see
5: you you light a house on fire that someone's in and they they die of smoke inhalation. I'm going to go ahead and say they were killed. Um, Fair enough,
2: murdered certainly.
5: Sure. Um, so, but as far as the free speech stuff you, you, uh, that Michelle was talking about, you are getting people like Afghan or uh, Karzai out of Afghanistan saying that they're going to they shut down YouTube and I can't remember the other country, but they're like locking down their internet so that. Their people don't see the video. I,
2: see. I hear they're Google's out. done the same thing, though they've uh, limited uh, the availability of this in those on, countries. On the in those but, countries,
5: but these other countries are just taking down YouTube completely. Wow! Not just the video; they're just not even a chance people seeing it. And that seems more than a little overboard. But it gets into um, I don't know what our country is going to do about it. I mean. <laughs> Any cure is, you know, way worse than the disease, as it were.
0: Right? Like I don't know. Really I mean, so I get everybody's, you know, the concerns about that they might do something, but what are they going to do? I mean, they they can't. The, the, the free speech cat is kind of out of the bag. It's pretty difficult to put that one back in. There are plenty right. of, you know, legal organizations that are going to stand up and they're going to challenge any kind of law that comes about. And of course, you know, it's odds are good this law is not going to come about tomorrow uh, unless no, they had it pre-written.
1: Right. But now instead, what we have are the talking heads arguing over whether or not... Um, the u.s should apologize for this person 's <laughs> behavior, and uh, Romney comes out and and makes an accusation against obama and
2: Obama would apologize and bow to these people
1: yeah, and so now there's there 's the argument going on between them as far as which one of them has the bigger bigger set of
5: steel balls
3: mm-hmm. you know
0: Benjamin, other observations you want to share
5: uh, No, I think those are the important ones. The reason it came up is because someone just translated it and kind of put it out
0: there that makes sense i appreciate your call tonight and thank you sir for making it 855-450-FREE the SACL CAI toll free line Uh, according to a CNN blog update here there's been a statement released on behalf of the 80 cast and crew members uh, in Innocence 80? of Muslims, a film that reportedly yeah, right? prompt, uh, you know, they say here that in their uh, release that the entire cast and crew are extremely upset and feel taken advantage of by the producer. We're not 100% by this film and we're grossly misled about its intent and purpose. We're shocked by the drastic rewrites of the script and shocked, lies I tell you. that were told to all involved. We are deeply saddened by the tragedies that have occurred. So if you believe those folks. I do then what uh, you know, they're suggesting is they they got uh, punked by this guy. Like he had a script, he put it out there to these actors. He had the, you know, did them you know, shot them uh, doing this particular script, and then recut it in a way that was uh, was not intended and dubbed over uh, audio that they did not say originally. Yeah, you know,
2: I mean, it's obvious they were taken advantage of, but I really think that it's going too far to call them actors.
0: Eight five five four fifty free. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. You know, there's could be an alternate conspiracy theory that the producer himself is behind the protests uh, in order to. Uh, you know, he's getting a up political,
1: not a religious controversy statement.
0: for his uh, movie, and, and I'm sure he's getting way more views on YouTube now. Free Talk Live.
2: <laughs> the three most important things you can do for Free Talk Live are one, share one episode a week on Facebook or in some other social networking site. Two.
0: You can bring up anything you want toll-free, 855-453, the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. You can join us on our website. Head over to freetalklive.com. And enjoy the features that uh, we have there for you. There are a bunch of them. They're free. If you like the show and you want to help support Free Talk Live, shop with us. You can go to shop.freetalklive.com and then you'll be able to enter Amazon through that link. There are different links to different Amazons for different countries there. And you click on the right Amazon for you and then just get your shopping done as you normally would. And whatever it is you're going to get, you know, Amazon, they've got dozens of categories and a whole bunch of items. Free Super Saver shipping on a lot of their uh, inventory that's brand new. But they also sell used items, so you can get that through Amazon as well. Go to shop.freetalklive.com.
1: Now, if I buy something um, through them, do you see what it is that I buy?
0: Not uh, in that I can see who you were. I can see, if I want, I can go and look at who's, I can go and look at the total Items that are being purchased as far as I can see individually what items are being purchased, but I can't see who's buying them. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, because I made some purchases and I was too embarrassed to do it through the
0: <laughs> Oh, really? I no, didn't. I wouldn't have any idea what no, like, uh, who you were. And actually, I haven't even looked at that information in a while. It was interesting in the beginning, but there's such a variety. People, <laughs> this would have been very interesting. There's a interesting. bunch of stuff that people buy on there. I mean, everything from camping supplies to books giant and purple dig dogs. I don't know <laughs> if they what? sell sex toys. I don't. I think that's one of the things that Amazon doesn't doesn't sell. They did. You should check on that. Maybe they maybe they do. They How sell I know? they sell a lot of stuff there. But uh, anyway, you can go to shop.freetalklive.com. Yeah, let me know, Mark. curious about that now. 855-450-FREE.
2: My life should be so exciting that I know whether or not Amazon sells sex toys.
0: <laughs> so uh, the topic of discussion thus far has been the innocence of Muslims and whether or not The film. This film. trailer. This anyway, what yeah. appears to be an awful, awful film. Uh, at least, you know, judging by the trailers, people are saying on news reports. Giant
2: purple ding-dongs brings up. Giant purple ding-dongs. They yep. do have them at Amazon, yep. is what you're saying. Indeed. Amazing. I am confident in saying so. Amazon has They have a like lot lace
1: body stockings and all kinds of
0: stuff. Cool. All right. So uh, yeah, whatever you're going to buy, do it through shop.freetalklive.com. We won't know who you are. Your privacy <laughs> is protected. <laughs> uh, so this trailer, and apparently there are several of them. If you, le- if you search for Innocence of Muslims on YouTube, there are a number of parts to this trailer, which is very strange. Like, the first part is only about a minute and a half long, and then there are several other parts, at least seven that I can see, uh, that are, again, only about a minute or two long. So this is a fairly long trailer, and uh, I, I we che- checked it out during one of the breaks. The audio is terrible, so I'm glad. I was actually considering just bringing it up on the air and, and playing it, but I'm glad I checked it beforehand because... We could not hear it uh, at all on your laptop, Mark. And, you know, laptop speakers aren't the best in the world. But, no, they aren't. But I played it back on my uh, studio computer here, and the levels are very, very poor. So, you know, this producer, not very good at uh, at producing content that people want to watch. Uh, the uh, The acting is terrible. The audio is awful. So uh, with that in mind, that's what we're dealing with here. You can go and see it on your own uh, as far as how bad this, uh, this is. The actors are saying they did not consent to this i mean that uh, this was not the intention of the film they believed that they were making uh, but really the ultimate question is is this really what was behind the attacks on these embassies and michelle you suggested that it uh, it was not this in fact that it could have been something else
1: i think it's i think it's just utter crap i mean i don't um i don't uh imagine that there's some you know wizard behind everything that is orchestrating you know things but but I definitely do believe in in what many people would call conspiracies and you mm-hmm. know we find out later that they're not conspiracies you know and and um, I think it's it's so easy to get you know five or six people in in a crowd to start chanting something and to incite, an already incitable. A mob
2: scene? Yeah. yeah it doesn't it seem like it would be difficult in too many Arab uh, countries around the world to get some people upset with the right. United States. Um I don't know the answer to this. I we just read on air a couple of days ago a a, a real live honest to goodness conspiracy that occurred in like 1942 in uh Poland with a massacre that was done by the Russians not by the Germans and so therefore it was hushed up. Uh the you know it was clear that the FDR administration hushed it up and that this could have been a big deal. I mean it's a big deal that allies at that point were massacring Innocent people, uh, you know, people in the the woods in in Poland, and I'm not going to say that conspiracy theories aren't. Uh, this doesn't happen. These people are paranoid wackaloons. Yeah, I mean, there are, certainly are paranoid wackaloons out there when it comes to conspiracy theories, um, but history tends to bear out some of these uh, these theories, uh, you know, at some point and. So I don't know what happened. I wouldn't claim to know what happened. I generally take these news stories one at a time as they're given to me by the the news agencies. And usually I'm shocked enough by what the government's doing just by the news stories as they're presented.
0: Your thoughts are certainly welcome. 855-450-FREE. That's 1-855-450-3733. The producer of the film uh, is apparently frightened for his life, according to government Uh, police who have been sent to his home in california his name is allegedly nakula basely nakula sheriff's deputies were sent to his home to protect him and his family according to the sheriff they were at his home overnight on thursday but have now left as media reports (laughs) identifying him uh, as the man behind innocence of muslims and listing his address have circulated so good job protecting him there get out of there
1: (laughs) now um you know something also that I always think follow the money, you know. And
0: following the money is often exactly. a good system.
1: Yeah. So the U.S. is that's given- why I
0: think it's the producer who's behind all this.
1: Okay. Well, that is yeah.
0: I I don't know if I'm serious about that, but it's possible, right? It's I mean- just
1: the irony that it's Yemen and Libya and Egypt. The yeah. United States has given e- the United States government basically you all y'all you hardworking people out there have given two billion dollars a year to Egypt since 1979. They're second only to what the United States gives to Israel, <laughs> you know, and so that that's a problem. For, yeah, you know, that's a problem for me. We need to justify
2: ally. Uh, right. by, by that, I mean, ally of the people in the government, not my ally
1: of in 2010. One point three billion went to strengthen Egyptian forces versus two hundred and fifty million to economic aid. The money's not going to help no. those people, no. you know. Eat it doesn't and go what
2: happen- anywhere to help those people. The <laughs> the government always takes a big healthy chop off of it, and then it may give the slop to the pigs. Right. That's so how they now, feel.
1: As people are feeling the tightening in their own uh, belts with their wallets and their dollars going uh, not as far and what have you in the United States, people are starting to look around saying, "Why are we giving money to Egypt? Why are we giving money to Israel? Yeah. Why are we doing this? Why?" Are we- well. I'll tell you why we got protesters, and they're burning down the embassy. We need to, we need to keep that money going over there, so we can keep their their military, you know, uh, restraining these protesters who are who are going to do what? They're going to burn the flag.
2: <laughs> right. Well, I'll tell you. That's what they did? They burned the flag. Right. Uh, well, uh, you know, the, the worst thing that, for one, if you were an Egyptian citizen, you have every right to be upset with the United States government. The United States government has been uh, you know, funneling money into the dictator that was there everyone in the
0: world has a right to be Pretty upset close. with the U.S. government. Uh, there's
2: probably somebody living in some grass hut somewhere that hasn't uh, been bothered too much, but... Uh, you know, right? The Just as somebody dictators who cares about other
0: human beings, uh, you know, the person in the grass hut cares about other human beings. And a grass hut
2: without a radio. I see. Um, then, so you know, they they funneled money into their military, and and of course, militaries aren't necessarily there to keep you free. In a lot of countries, um, and you know, I don't know which ones, but in a lot of countries, militaries are used to put down protests. Well,
0: just like the police in this case with this producer on the video, they're not there to keep you safe. Would they stop by for a night? (laughs) Boy,
2: thanks for that. You think
0: they're going to keep you safe. You call them up, tell them you're scared for your life. They show up, uh, you know, hang around for a little while, and then they take off. I mean, that's not
2: protection. Now, it's inappropriate that they might target. American citizens because they're upset with the American government but you'll pardon them if you are a person who you know thinks that all Egyptians think the same way because their government thinks a certain way that the perhaps the Saudi Arabians like us because the house of saud likes yeah. the united states government i mean there's a you know there, there's a big difference between that's the like house of saud that's like saying that
0: everyone in America is behind the president or behind congress and it's, it's nonsense. It's ludicrous. look at the polls and and most of the people you know the, the, even even people like osama bin laden know that uh, the american people or knew if he's dead right. uh that uh, the, even he knew that the American people were not the ones who were doing the aggression; that it was the government. He and, said things like that, so I'm sure that's not an uncommon view over there.
1: And he bombed a nearly empty building. I realize 2,000 people were killed, and that's tragic and everything. But three. are you talking or, okay, about 3, the 000. World
0: Trade Center? Yeah, yeah. I and, call that nearly empty. I, I think that's kind of insulting. It
1: could no. It could have been the um, the World Series or something where there were 60,000 people killed.
0: I. You know, these are people's lives. I don't think. I'm that not
1: discrediting their lives. 855
0: 450 freeze the toll free number, 1 855 450 3733. I don't see 60,000 as more tragic than 3,000 personally. Uh, more coming up, it's all tragic. It's free talk live.
6: You can take control.
0: And we're launching into the second hour of the program. You can dial in toll-free at 855 free. Coming up, Mark, you've got a story about a guy who has been targeted by the police. That's correct. For going to the police and complaining about the police. Uh, so we, we can get back onto the subject of the police because we touched on it briefly in the last hour about this producer of the, the movie Innocence of Muslims, which may or may not actually be a movie. may just be a trailer at this point. Uh, but this producer, who is currently in fear for his life in uh, somewhere in California, uh, allegedly hiding out at his house, called the police. They sent some people out, stayed for uh, I guess an evening or something like that and uh, and then took off the next day so uh, if, you know if you're looking for the government to protect you, they have no obligation to do so. number one, and in some cases, they're the ones who are threatening you, and they're the ones who are intimidating and scaring people. so we can get to that. but uh there's good news. And I thought it was important to get to some good news. Because we do like to, you know, when we have it, talk about good news. Uh, We spent the first hour talking about how maybe there's a powder keg going on over in uh, the Middle East that may involve U.S. military intervention and uh, more killing. So let's change gears and go to Huffington Post. Where civil liberties groups are asking the Obama administration to stand down and give up defending American law allowing the indefinite detention of terrorism suspects after a judge on Wednesday issued a permanent injunction against it,
2: so we got a little bit of good news here. Yeah, the executive branch has, uh, you know, can do whatever it wants when it really comes down to it. I mean, there's there's no no shortage of uh, precedent of that. Happening. Well,
0: right, the man in the robe is not going to stop them, right? Like the, the person who's made this order, the judge in this case, uh, Catherine Forrest, uh, she's not going to get up and physically stop the military from doing something. So, yeah, they can do what they want. Maybe they will continue doing what they want and just not talk about what they're doing here. But legally, this particular provision of the National Defense Authorization Act, the NDAA, this uh, indefinite detention portion of that well, uh, has that, been
2: struck down. I want to point out that there 's the old Andrew Jackson, the seventh president, I think, uh, of the United States, uh, his uh, quote of John Marshall has made his decision – now let him enforce it.
0: There you go. So it been out, like
2: that for a long time. Yeah, the executive branch is the enforcement wing of the government. And, you know, think about it for a second. Congress can't do anything without cops or military or whatever. Uh, you know, judges can't do anything with cops or military. So, you know, the idea was is that the executive branch does what it's told and that the chief executive, the president, was able to – you know, say yes or no on some particular laws, have a veto, mm-hmm. but other than that, they were supposed to do what they to- they were told, and there's not a lot of evidence of that happening anymore.
0: This, uh, by the way, was struck down. Uh, she reaffirmed it on Wednesday, which was a ruling she made in May that the provision was unconstitutional and made the ruling permanent. She had previously found that the law could be used to imprison activists and journalists without trial, noting that it does not define what it means to be substantial or to substantially support al-Qaeda, or associated forces. The detention provision in the NDAA affirms the administration's right to detain a person who is part of part of or substantially supported al-Qaeda, the Taliban, or associated forces. And we had uh, read some of this uh, terminology when we originally discussed the NDAA as it was coming out, and that was our question. Well, what the hell does that mean? Substantially substantially support. support, Substantially support. I mean, what does that mean? I mean, it's up to the government to decide what that means. And you know they're going to make that as a huge uh, loophole to pass all kinds of people through.
1: And if al-Qaeda is somehow able to be to you know be Muslims or Islam, then does that mean if you make Everyone a donation, who's a Muslim, Muslim? Yeah. yeah, or make a donation to? I've a donated to or the
0: the Muslim uh, group, right? Because when I was in uh, jail, I read one of their pamphlets. One of the Muslim groups, I can't say the Muslim group, but one of the uh, Muslim advocacy groups here in America, and uh, I sent them some money for uh, the pamphlet that I read when I was in jail, and I got an extra copy. Mm-hmm. So I've done it. I'm on the list. Yeah. Uh, let's continue though. She You're says. A terrorist. Forrest, the judge, found that reporters who talk to and write about someone who could be defined as being part of an associated force could be deemed to be substantially supporting them. I mean, if you get news coverage for what you're doing, that's... You know, publicity is a good thing, right? Uh, First Amendment rights are guaranteed by the Constitution and cannot be legislated away, said Forrest in Wednesday's new ruling. She says this court rejects the government's suggestion that American citizens can be placed in military detention indefinitely for acts they could not predict might subject them to detention. Other plaintiffs in the case are Pulitzer Prize-winning journalist Chris Hedges. So if they
2: could predict it, then uh, they shouldn't do it? I mean, if the government has us sufficiently scared, then it's okay?
0: Pentagon Papers leaker Daniel Ellsberg and Noam Chomsky, also plaintiffs in the case, it was not immediately clear whether the administration would appeal to a higher court, but civil liberties advocates were asking the White House to quit the case, according to uh, various different organizations. So that's the the next question is, are the, uh, the feds going to take this up to the next level? Will this make it to the Supreme Court? Usually they do keep going with it because, again, it costs them nothing, so... All they have to do is file the appeal and it goes up to the next level. And then whoever all these plaintiffs are, uh, are the ones who are going to be shot. It's got to be
2: really embarrassing for a Democratic president. To be, you know, to, to be being sued by Chomsky and Elz, uh, is Ellsberg, Ellsberg, yeah, um, and then to take that famous on.
1: Democrats,
2: right, yeah. I mean, taking that on. <laughs> well, I mean, the intellectuals. Yeah. I mean, this is what you supposedly have in the wash in the, in the White House is an intellectual Democrat. Hey, good for them for uh, you Heck know for yeah. not uh,
0: carrying water for these people. Absolutely. for
2: Absolutely, I mean, you know, that's why I like Ellsberg and Chomsky because mm-hmm. these guys won't roll over and do what they're told. Uh, like, you know, uh, Limbaugh or, or one of these people. Uh, you know, I mean, I don't I, I just I feel like, you, you know, the, the, the integrity is there.
0: Uh, it's wonderful to see Judge Forrest, a recent Obama appointee, buck the administration and stand up for the Constitution. According to Demand Progress Executive David Siegel, he says our members urge Obama to stop defending this obscene abuse of executive authority and ask our senators to oppose indefinite detention when they vote on the NDAA later this fall. So, okay, so this is for the 2013 NDAA, because they do this every single year. Yes, the NDAA comes out every year. uh, Defense Authorization Act, uh, which I guess probably is what they have to do to be constitutional about it, right? I think
2: they have to do it every other year, and Mm -hmm. I think that there are some years that it doesn't come out, but, uh, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if there's... But
1: the USA Patriot Act, you know, it started October 26th, and what was that, a month after 9-11, and it's been passed every year since, despite information coming out saying... Every year? They're
2: re-upping it? I thought that they were re-upping it every, uh, you know, different provisions in different areas. I mean, they've, uh, you know, I I just remember some, some provisions are longer than others. I believe there are
1: 12, there have been, there are either 11 or 12 um, revisions and and been passed. So, so yes. But whether it was it was, it was um, passed again once, twice or whatever. It
2: just keeps going through.
1: The point that after it was passed the first time, um, information came out on the um, mainstream media that... Uh, proclaimed that to be the worst piece of legislation for the simple fact that not, not a single person who voted for it read it in its entirety. And so, so, and it's you know thousands of pages of long or whatever. So even yep. though people decried that the it wasn't passed properly and what have you, they still kept voting for the sure. same people that passed it again and again, again. Right. Well,
0: in the same way that even though this judge turns over this law, doesn't mean that they won't continue to def- you know detaining people indefinitely. I mean, what are you going to do? Yell at them that it's uh, illegal? I mean, if they come after you and you you're the one who's in- detained indefinitely. What are you going to do about it? I mean,
2: law enforcement <laughs> officers are trained not to listen to people that they're, yeah. you know, t- t- told to bring in. I mean, they're just doing their job, right? I mean, yeah. you're not, they're not supposed to listen; they're supposed to bring yeah. them in.
0: So uh, the law, she says, is the judge in her statement. The law has never been and nor should be part of the domestic laws in the United States. The law of war, or, excuse me, the law of war, she says. The law of war is vague by necessity. It needs flexibility. It is therefore ill-suited to domestic application, and it would be ill-advised to make it a part of domestic law. So she she may not have a problem with detaining people indefinitely around the world, which I have a problem with, but uh, she at least made the right decision in this particular case every now and then the broken clock uh will strike right uh and you know twice a twice day, a day. <laughs> so yep.
2: you know the, the the fact is is that uh, americans are going to make more provisions for americans than they are for people around the world and that's just kind of the re, the sad uh ethnocentric bias that uh, goes probably unless you brad
1: you know unless you're bradley manning
0: or something like yeah, that he's right?
2: being indefinitely detained as yeah. far he, as i can tell he helped the other side
0: the SACL CAI toll-free line, and, of course, he was also subject to the U.S. Code of Military Justice as well as a member of the military, which the Constitution don't really apply when it comes to uh, the U.S. Of course, we know the Constitution doesn't apply, period, but if you're in the military, it's even worse. 855-453, toll-free number, you take control. This is Free Talk Live.
4: In every age, a technology is created that upends the foundations of society. The wheel, the printing press
0: This is Free Talk Live. Bring up anything you want. 855 free is the SACL CAI toll-free line. Join us on our website. Head over to freetalklive.com and enjoy the features that we have waiting for you there. So head over to freetalklive.com and you can get interactive in various ways. You can also visit the mobile site, m as in mobile will take you to links to our broadband and midband and narrowband streams, different size bit rates for different internet connection speeds. They're all free. Go to m.freetalklive.com. You can also download the software that's necessary for your phone if you don't already have that, uh, with
2: which you can listen to those streams. And there's also the podcast there, m.freetalklive.com. Speaking of phones, SACL CAI sponsors ours. Uh, They're a company that handles accounts receivable. You can see their banner at freetalklive.com. And uh, if your business is, you know, if you got into your business to, well, do whatever it was that you got in the business to do and it wasn't paperwork, SACL CAI can handle that arduous and vexing task for you. The principal over there, Jason Osborne, is a big supporter of Liberty, big supporter of Free Talk Live. Actually, he's one of two principals, and his dad um, is the same. He's a big listener, too. So it's SACL CAI. All
0: right. So we'll continue uh, taking your phone calls. You can bring up anything you want. A little bit of good news that indefinite detention. Has been ruled unconstitutional uh, that uh, the judge at a federal court, I forget which, which court it is here, let's see, federal judge Catherine Forrest ruled on Wednesday that it was unconstitutional and she made that ruling permanent. So that portion of the NDAA, the National Defense Authorization Act, has been shot down. And you have to be careful with uh, news stories like this. Because it'll make people think that uh, things still work. Like, ah, oh, see, the system's still, it's still working. We've got some good judges out there. They're making the right choices. Uh, in this case, the judge did make the right choice. But in so many other cases, you know, they haven't done in, they haven't done anything to stand in the way of tyranny, uh, in the way of the continued rise of the police state. One step
2: forward, two steps back? Uh, I think it's the other way around. Well, I mean, it depends on what you're, where you're going. It's
0: more like 10 steps forward to tyranny and then one step back every now and then. So that's what we're uh, you know sharing with you, but also on the way, uh, bad cops behaving badly towards people that are complaining about their department's uh, behavior, their officer's behavior. But first to Blaine, listening in Kansas. Blaine, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello.
5: So I've been on the fence lately about whether or not to buy some bitcoins. But I think uh, with the Fed announcing they're going to start printing more money, that this is probably a great time. And I think more
2: people should probably get into it. So let me ask you this. Why is it that because the Federal Reserve is printing money that you think it's a good that that you're going to get into bitcoins? I mean, either they're a good idea or they're not, right?
5: Well, right. I think they're a good idea anyway. Okay. But since I I kind of wondered and struggled with on um, you know when to get into it, and mm-hmm. I think you know this has just been my sign to it's time because I, I've noticed my cash buying
2: less and less all hmm. the time oh yeah i mean people are noticing this all over and qe3 qe3 which is the quantitative easing three which is going has started already the quantitative easing really been going on since like 2009 um i suppose is uh, you know people could look at it as that as that's a good reason i was sharing on the air yesterday what i think to be a far better reason which is uh, the guy who runs a uh, bit Pay.com, which is a site that enables businesses to take bitcoins on their site, has been working with three of the top 25 uh, companies that uh, you know are on the Internet, period. The three of the top 25 companies on the Internet. Um, and so they're going to be trying out, testing uh, the taking of bitcoins. And if big websites, if one big website out of the top 25 was started beginning to take uh, bitcoins, I would think that that was a, a big deal. Three of them are.
5: Yeah, that and the Bitcoin card. I think those are going to be Bitcoin
2: two really debit
0: good cards. Ones. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, that's a really cool idea. No doubt about it. Well, Blaine, uh, what else did you want to share tonight? That was everything, guys. Thank Thanks you. for the call. I appreciate hearing from you. Eight five five four five zero three seven three three.
1: That's exciting to hear. People, you know,
2: more and more people getting excited about it. Yeah,
1: exactly. Like outside the small community of. of you
2: know, I think that they're really going to be, you know, stater, at this point anarchists. people are buying them and uh, anarchists are people from Europe that wear black and throw Molotov <laughs> cocktails. Um, <laughs> generally from Europe.
0: All right. So uh, once again, 855 453 uh, Mark, you had a story about a guy who complained to the police yeah, this, and was then targeted.
2: The chronology of the story goes over several years. Um, this is from.
0: Oh, yeah. They don't just stop leaving you alone.
2: Como. Or stop <laughs> aggressing against you. dot K-O-M-O-news.com. Seattle, a local man, claims he wound up facing criminal charges simply because he complained about the Seattle police. Seattle Police surprise, Department's— Surprise, surprise. Uh, police Department's Office of Professional Accountability promises, He must have thought
0: they cared about his complaint. I guess. Yeah, I mean, this is probably typical of folks, you know, they— are raised to believe that the police are there to help and uh, protect and serve. I mean, after all, it says that on their car. Uh, in a lot of cases, some op- some op- um, police officers do not have that statement, but many many still do. So there is this, you know, belief that if a police officer behaves badly, then you know the administ- administration should be concerned. I mean, the, the police chief seems like a nice man when he talks on the the television set, so surely they would. Be concerned with the behaviors of their officers,
2: and their uh, Department of Professional Accountability promises no retaliation.
1: Hmm. Well, they're very stressed. They have very stressful jobs, and you need to make allowances and account. And for for people like that, you not know? the
2: people in the Professional Accountability Office. <laughs> I mean, they're not out there dodging bullets in nope. the st- mean streets of Seattle. <laughs> Uh, the allegations made uh, made an emotion filed on friday make that promise appear worthless donald fuller ran into now by the way your police department has to be way up to no good for a, a you know a journalistic news agency a real one to get up in arms and and write something like this what's the source on this komo news.com komo okay, got it uh k-m-k-o-m-o yep. Donald Fuller ran into trouble while walking downtown Seattle on a Friday afternoon 3 years ago. He was heading up to Stewart Street he said. I was on my way to do some work for the homeless. That's when he says, oh, now we know he's trouble. Two Seattle, well, he's black. <laughs> now you know. That's when he saw 2 Seattle, he says 2 Seattle's police officers called him over and said he could get a ticket. He said a ticket. Ticket for what? And the officer said jaywalking. Well, that was the beginning of the nightmare for Fuller and a series of questionable actions by the Office of Professional Accountability and the very the very office charged with protecting citizens from police misconduct. Mm-hmm. I think the OPA, that's the Office of uh, Professional Accountability here, is a sham," said James Egan, an attorney representing Fuller. "I think the OPA is a shill that actually protects officers. And my one yes, exp- my one experience with a police agency, I would say that that was absolutely true." Mm. So, um, and by, I worked closely with these people on, on, over the course of years. Three years after Fuller was arrested, charged, and convicted of obstruction, Egan has uncovered a web of documents that show Fuller never would have been charged if he'd simply never complained. Yeah. Mr. Fuller's mistake. Now, this is documentation. Mr. Fuller's mistake was to trust the OPA, not to retaliate against him. Remember, yep. people, this is jaywalking. What happens if you catch an officer really doing something?
1: This is such old news, though, from um, my from a woman's perspective, I guess I could say. Um, because, you know, even 20, 30 years ago, if a woman were to go to police and accuse someone of rape? Rape then um oh you know, sure honey
0: yeah exactly. you were asking for it weren't you
3: yeah
0: this That's is the right. response 855-450-FREE SACL CAI toll free line one 3733 more about the story in moments oh, yeah. we'll uh share the details with you and of course take your calls as well what's your experience dealing with uh complaining to the police it's always been a joke to me luckily they well they're targeting me for other things we're <laughs> coming up this is free talk live Dude, your mic's open. Free Talk Live, 855 453. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. 1 450 3733.
1: He inhaled that plate of food. It just freaked me out.
2: <laughs> Nine years in prison. Oh my God. <laughs> Don't I didn't touch it.
1: mine. It's gone. It's yeah. gone. Yeah. Uh, so 1
2: 855
0: 450 3733 is the number. You may take control of the airwaves. The police, you complain. They target you. At least that's what happened to one man in Seattle. It could happen to you as well if they don't like you for whatever
2: reason. Allegedly. The case has not been decided at this point.
0: Wait. What's the allegation that they – That
2: there's proof that uh, –
0: I believe that he was targeted for complaining to the police. This does does not seem like a a false claim.
2: There's certainly some documentation to back it up.
0: Based on uh, my experience – and dealing with the police and also observing how the police behave, especially when people have a complaint. I uh, cite the Police Complaint Center. Now, the Police Complaint Center is a private organization run by a former cop named Diop Kamau. They have been investigating the police for well over a uh, probably a decade and a half, maybe almost two two decades now. And they run basically reverse sting operations on the police. They st- They sting the cops. And one of the things they did was they sent one of their agents, who I believe also is a former cop, into multiple police stations in South Florida at the request of a local media organization. A local television station down there wanted them to do this. So they hired the police complaint center to come in and do this. They uh, went into multiple police stations in different jurisdictions and were treated in a variety of different ways, all the way from handing over a complaint form, which is all the person was asking for who came in. They walked just in, told them asked for a complaint form. He wanted a complaint form. And all the way uh, down to arresting and – I don't know if he was arrested, but roughing uh, roughing him up and physically attacking him. Uh, so threat, there was threats made. There was intimidation tactics. And, you know, there were a lot of departments that claimed they didn't have a form, a complaint form, and that, or if they did have a form, you would have to come back into the back office, you know, in a secured area where they are in total control of you to be able to fill out their complaint form. You can't just sit there and fill it out. Uh, you have to talk to an officer. He will fill out the form for you. What if the officer is the person you're complaining about? Well, too bad. Uh, so, I mean, there's just all kinds of uh, reactions that this guy got. So, yeah, I'm not surprised to all that the dude in Seattle that you're talking about here was targeted.
2: It, well, so here it goes. In uh, 2009, Fuller was arrested and booked into jail for obstruction, resisting, and assaulting an officer. Now, the, the, his claim was jaywalking, um, and I guess he just sort of made fun of some officers that were threatening him with jaywalking charges. Then the OPA got involved. The OPA investigator's, investigate, investigators own report shows she actually hand-walked the criminal case to the city's attorney's office for filing. The city attorney also declined to file charges, citing insufficient evidence. So in both cases— Just the, a point of clarification.
0: The incident with the jaywalking, was that when he was arrested or they hit him later on
2: for it, or something? The incident with the jaywalking, I believe, is when he was arrested.
0: And then he filed a complaint
2: or this was after he'd filed a complaint? That's the point I, I missed here, and I apologize. So the he hasn't filed the complaint yet in the story, if that's what you're asking me. Okay, okay I got totally it.
1: misunderstood. I thought that he had filed a complaint about an unrelated issue, and that the cops then were like, ah, "Watch what I can do to you," and bust him for jaywalking. That's not the case.
2: That I do not believe okay. that is the case. I got believe it. that the case is in the, in this circumstance that he's uh, hassling them for uh, that the, that he felt hassled, and uh, so after this arrest for uh, being booked into jail for obstruction, resisting, and assault. An officer, um, but the King County prosecutors refused to file charges. Then the Office of uh, whatever the OPA here, um, the the police policing service, says that they um, then the, the the documentation shows that the investigator then walked the the file. Th- to the uh, the city and they uh, refused to file declined to file charges, citing insufficient evidence, mm. so this is twice two prosecutors. then the OPA investigator didn 't give up. she met with a different city attorney to explain why <laughs> she disagreed, and the city attorney said she would reconsider just two days later, the attorney agreed to file charges against fuller opa 's own website promises it will not retaliate against complaints <laughs> so um, the complaint was is that you know basically he was uh, you know had uh, said that uh well, well, Jay, the Donald Fuller ran into trouble while walking downtown Seattle on Friday afternoon 3 years ago. I was heading up to Stewart Street on my way to do some work for the homeless and that's when the two Seattle police officers called him over and said he could get a ticket for jaywalking. And
0: was he I I understand that you know maybe you don't have the detail on this. I don't have the detail. I mean what, this is it. Do we know if he was arrested at that moment?
2: It seems like it. I mean it, you know the dates correspond that way. I guess I'm confused the way this is written
0: because it sounds like it's sounding two different ways to me. And I, I, okay, so on one hand, it sounds like he was stopped for jaywalking, complained about, or, or threatened with jaywalking, complained about that, and then later was charged with these things. Uh, because there was something in there that made it sound like uh, like that it might have happened
2: later. Because no. how would he complain? No, we took a commercial break right in the middle of the story. Yeah. And so, no. I how, mean. how would he complain? Oh, ab-
1: don't blame this on Ian and his commercial but, breaks.
0: But the, <laughs> the allegation was that they were targeting him because he complained. So if he was arrested at the moment of the, j- the alleged jaywalking, how would he have had a chance to complain?
2: Yeah, maybe the jaywalking charge was for him complaining previously. I don't—you know, I guess yeah, I— you that's know. the
0: part that—that's the disconnect here on this, this story. I'd love to know more. Maybe you're in Seattle. Maybe there's an alternate version of the story because it's not— it's not clear in this Como report, but I bet yep. there's other reporting that we can dig up. Well,
2: I can tell you, when I read this story, it was two days ago. Yeah. So, you know, maybe it's slipped on my mind. So
1: you're confessing that no, you just right. weren't prepared.
2: Oh, stop it. Leave Look, him alone. I think the story's If, bad. if I knew he was going to ask me these questions, I would have pulled the it up. I <laughs> the story. I doesn't... don't do this to him. You understand? So he loves to, doing this to you. dig <laughs> in Michelle and find the facts. Michelle
3: said that. You do this every time.
2: And I don't care. It's fine. You're supposed to ask these questions. It's your job. I'm just curious. But I'm not ready. I can tell you.
0: I'm not asking you to know more than what's in this story. It sounds I, it to me be, like it, this is bad writing. later on in the story.
2: It's not bad writing. I'm not going after these people for bad writing. Okay. I think that it's a little later in the story. I wasn't blaming you. I, look, I mean, I should have known the answers to these questions. That's the end of it. I should have had this story completely read. I didn't know you were going to come after this story. I gave you two stories and said I wanted to lead with the RT All right, story. just go on then. This is the one you I wanted. I thought you
0: finished it. I apologize. You made it sound like it was over. What? The story.
2: What story? This one. This story's got a long way to go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is so Keep funny. asking <laughs> questions. Okay. All right. So he, Fuller was arrested he did to and, accuse you that Mark. <laughs> no, no. He's. I mean, I should have. I should know all of the answers to these questions, no, or know whether I don't know the answer. <laughs> it's okay yes. to say I don't know. Let's find out. Go ahead. All right. On March. Jesus. No, you're supposed to read a story from far, start to finish before you start. I did it Sometimes two days ago. Sometimes you don't have
6: time. I thought go I'd ahead. remember.
2: <laughs> don't remember it's my job as a talk you're show you go on
1: with the story let's
0: stop making freaking excuses exactly
1: like a married couple
2: <laughs> it is not okay
1: <laughs> they're a married couple and i'm like the instigating child going dad said this mom
2: <laughs> fuller was arrested and booked in, in jail for obstruction resisting arrest um, and assaulting an officer okay now i've uh you know gotten farther down the line here just it's the same it's the same line then the O.P. got involved. They walked it down the line here. The O.P.'s own website promised it wouldn't retaliate against the plates. The O.P.A. are a bunch of bald-faced liars, and when they say they don't ret- retaliate against complaints, says the lawyer for Fuller. Fuller had no idea that the very people he had turned to to investigate police were working against him. I try to have faith in SPD as it is, and then um, to find out that uh, about O.P.A., this is the Office of uh, you know in- Internal Investigations here, I was thinking um, this is not a good day. Egan has filed a motion to get rid of Fuller's conviction for obstruction, calling it a case of vindictive prosecution. OPA has not uh, returned any of Como's calls. And the Seattle City Council member, uh, Bruce Harrell, says that it's the head of the Public Safety Committee that he takes these allegations very seriously and plans to meet with both the OPA and the city's attorney's office. So there you go. Now you got the story as I've got it.
0: That was the whole thing. That's it. Oh, okay. You said it goes on for uh, for a long ways, so I thought there was a, a bunch remaining. So I'm still. I don't think that really clears it up at all. I don't. I, you know, I'm not blaming you, Mark, and I don't know why. You know, well, you're I being should. so defensive here. I'm just. And I think that people can forgive you. I think know, that, people I people that people up. can forgive you. We don't have a producing staff here. Uh, we both have full time jobs during the daytime. You're trying to sell ads for Free Talk Live. I'm working on radio stations and a number of other things. And I think you can be forgiven for not having read every detail tell or even remembered every detail of a story that you may have read a couple days ago. I wasn't jumping down your throat for that. You were getting very defensive about this. It's no, okay, man. The answer it's
2: is, okay. You got to know the answer to the question. If you're going to read the, the story, story. Is it
0: okay? Here, no, it's not okay. It's you got to know the answer Jesus. to the question.
2: You people are brutal. We're, we're brutal. brutal. On it's really brutal. On radio, man. You cannot roll out of bed five
0: 4 50 free. <laughs> It's Free Talk Live. You can take control. This is Free Talk Live, and something is screwy with my audio here, so I apologize. Uh, 855-450-FREE. Hopefully everything is fine. On the radio side of things, it sounds like it is. 1-855-450-3733.
2: Mark, can you bring us back here real quick and share something about the Free State Project? You going to play with the gizmos and stuff? All right. So, the Free State Project is a movement to get 20,000 liberty-loving individuals to move to one state. The state's been chosen been chosen years ago, uh, several years ago, that state is New Hampshire. So far, a thousand more than a thousand people have picked up their lives and their fortunes and their families and moved to the Free State Project, uh, to New Hampshire for the Free State Project, and uh, 13, almost 13,000 people have uh, signed up to do the same when we reach 20,000. So if you're interested in the, uh, well, the practical applications of the ideas of liberty, you ought to consider signing up for the free State project at freestateproject again, it's freestateproject dot org One thing of of the many myriad of things that have gone on here in uh, in New Hampshire, but you know the last budget was cut by almost twelve percent by a very uh liberty oriented uh house here in New Hampshire.
1: And someone was elected uh, just yesterday from um, Portsmouth area. Who, this was in the primary. Yes, who um, named Robert Boyle, who is a free, free stater. Yep. Lots and
2: lots Great. of those will be, uh, you know, running in the uh, primaries here, or the general uh, coming up, and you know, it's having an effect. More free
0: staters have been elected in the last uh, half a decade than Libertarian Party has ever elected in the total 40 years of its existence to any significant level. Like, uh, I mean, Libertarians get occasional dog catchers uh, or, you know, soil and water conservation board members. But state reps, maybe they've had one in the 40 years that they've been around.
2: They haven't had too many. And I think that... The free state project is probably getting very close to uh, certainly after this election, it's going to be over twenty.
0: All right, so we did some more looking uh, during this uh, the break about the Seattle story with the cops who allegedly targeted a guy for complaining about them, and I think it was the, the Como News story, Mark, that just wasn't clear. I don't think it was any you know problem with you. I think that they just the story just wasn't written clearly, or at least my. What I heard, because I didn't read it, you did, uh, and you read it out loud on the air. So what I was hearing did not, there was a disconnect there. We can get back into it here and give you more detail on what happened because the Seattle Weekly has a whole lot more information about this uh, in a moment. But first, let's go to Mark in Indy listening to WXNT. Hey, Mark. Mark in Indy, going once.
7: Hey, guys. Hey, what's Mark. going on, man? You're on the air.
0: Go ahead, sir. Yeah, well,
7: you know, I'll just call him. Maybe uh, change the subject a little bit. Sure. Talk about some some uh, college football.
0: Oh, oh boy, we. something I know nothing about. <laughs> so what's going on in the world of college football right now that uh, are, is exciting or interesting?
7: Really? Uh, you know, Notre Dame, they're doing
3: pretty
0: good. Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Now, that's, uh, that's a, t- a name I've heard before. Are they uh, generally a good team, or is this uh They an haven't had a good year? football
1: team in a long time. But they're the fighting oh, Irish. I'm
0: glad you know something about it, Michelle. That's good. Wow. So, so you is wow. this your hey, te- uh, is this your team? Is it like rah rah go uh, go Notre Dame for you? Is this like a big deal?
7: Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: I'm sure. I'm sorry no. I can't share your excitement. It's it's hard for me to really give a damn about uh, sports. Really? Yeah. What,
7: then, what the hell did you give a damn about?
0: Oh, you know, personal freedom. I mean, I think you should be free to watch your sports. And you know, you're probably going to be free to watch sports even as the government uh, continues to ramp up its uh, police state all around us and attempt to control people. They're yeah, they're likely going to continue the sporting events because they keep people distracted from the important things. I like to play sports.
7: I, no, I understand that, too. I am into that. You know, I understand where you come from. Is that Ian? That's, That's Ian. Me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Mark, yeah. anything else you um, want to
0: share about your team? Ra rah, rah.
7: <laughs> No. I'm just you know teasing. What, though? Um If you guys want to hear a story, I've got a story for you. Sure. Um, about what happened to me. Uh, a couple of years ago, I uh, was, uh, you know, I, I like to drink a little bit, you know. So I was uh, having some drinks and stuff, and uh, uh, the police got called into my house. And if you uh, want to... Hear this. The police actually busted into my house. Who called I was them? I was, uh, my father.
0: So he was in your house and called from,
2: from the house?
7: No, no. He called from outside the house. Well,
0: and, why,
2: uh, why did he call? rush him out the house? Did or? you
1: live with your father? Well, what's that? Were you
0: living with your father?
7: No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm a grown man. Live, you know, by so why
2: did
0: he call? Do you know?
7: Well, my wife had said that the <clears throat> that I had said I was going to kill myself or something, you know. But um, anyway, they they came into my house. My house was locked from the outside. They came in, they busted into my house, and come into my bedroom where I was sleeping, and uh, they uh, took me away. I was the only one in my house, so I posed no threat to anybody else. Hmm. I did have, you know alcohol in my system. Well,
1: myself. it is against the law to commit suicide. To where did yeah, they, they uh, once, take you?
0: Was it a, the, uh, I, wasn't I
3: wasn't going
1: to.
0: Was yeah, it a mental understood. ward? But yeah, but if somebody calls and claims that you're suicidal, that's all they usually need to just take you and put you in a, a mental ward. So where did yeah, they, they take they you? They
2: burned down houses and killed people over that uh, that same claim.
0: Did they take you to a mental ward or to uh, the jail? No, they, they took me to a hospital. Okay, so yeah. so uh, then. But, they were... but I
7: didn't say I was going to commit suicide. That's what my wife said.
0: Right. So that's all they need, though. No, then. That's all they need. It's crazy. There are these laws all over the place. They they have come different. Into your house. That's yes. all They need
7: to come into your house.
0: It's sure. ridiculous. Magic words, man. So they busted down the front door.
7: They came. Yeah, they busted down the front door. They came in with guns drawn. You know? Wow. And, and,
1: and <laughs> they're going to kill uh, you to help you prevent your yep. from committing well, suicide. It's
3: crazy.
2: He oh could have gosh. a gun. They came,
7: in, they came in with guns drawn. I was the only one in the house. They came in. With gun strong, you know, I had a dog in my room with me, you know, and they said, you better get the dog down or we're going to shoot him. I bet they
0: will. Uh, you're lucky that they didn't shoot the dog and gave you the warning first. They normally love to just pull the trigger on a dog. So uh, so when you got to the hospital, were you evaluated, subject uh, to some sort of a psychiatric uh, evaluation?
7: No, they just wanted to give me drugs, man. They, they wanted to give me drugs. How long do they hold like, you? No, I don't want. I, they, held, they held me for 24 hours. Mm-hmm. And I said, I don't want to take any of your drugs. And then they said, if you don't take these drugs, they were going to stick in me with needles, that they were going to take me to jail.
0: Did they bill you, by the way, for this uh, service? They
7: tried to, mm-hmm. and I haven't paid it. You know, Good for they, you. They, they, they did try to bill me. Wow. Uh, like uh, $4,000.
0: <sighs> Crazy.
7: I didn't, I didn't pay it. And I still haven't paid it. I don't so blame
0: I don't you know. at all. You shouldn't have to. You didn't ask for the services. So when they services. kept you for
1: 24 hours, did they They release you after that? They didn't do a, put a 72-hour hold on
7: you? They, they put me in the hospital. And I, at first I said, no, I don't want your drugs, okay? And then they said, if uh, you don't take our drugs, we're going to take you to jail. I said, I oh. don't want to go to jail. So wow. uh, I let them stick wherever the hell they had in me. Okay. They stuck something in me. and uh,
1: They didn't do a psych evaluation on you?
7: Well, they had somebody come and sit there and talk to me. And That's I probably what it was. For, mm-hmm. I, was already, I was already pretty uh, upset. And so they, they said, well, you could have gone home, but now you can't go home.
3: Now mm-hmm. you've got to sit
7: here for eight hours or whatever. So I had to sit there for another eight hours <laughs> and I'll uh, wait. And then
3: I finally got to go home. Man,
0: I'm sorry to hear that that happened to you. And you're not the only one. This happens to people all around the country. There are different laws in different states that they're titled different things. In Florida, it was called the Baker Act. That uh, you could just basically call the the authorities on somebody, and they'll just come and take them away, for up to t- up to seventy two hours,
3: for psychiatric happens.
0: evaluation and forced drugging. And apparently billing you afterwards for the services, and I appreciate you telling that story tonight and go Notre Dame, thanks Mark. Our appreciate friend, it, man. our friend
1: Derek uh Jay Horton. he's got a film coming out this Saturday. he called us uh called in first time he ever called into the radio show was to talk to us about this very thing mm-hmm. actually a couple years ago a year and a half ago or so, right when, being
0: institutionalized, yeah,
1: exactly and um someone you know calling in from the school that he where he'd gone in to just have a little chat uh, you know about some things he was concerned about, and they Turned into, um, into, um, him knocked being, him up. Yeah. And, but he became an activist and now he's.
2: He didn't like that much.
1: Here and he's awesome and he's going to have his. Derek J Horton's victimless crime spree premiere this Saturday that's
0: right you can go to com and see that film it is free online over 20,000 views uh, thus far in just over about six weeks wow good that's job. great. at this point yeah I think that's not too shabby uh, I'll take it I mean two million would be nice but you know 20,000 is, is good it's a starting point and you know the more people that see it the more people recommend it to their friends
2: and uh, it's of course, a commitment to watch it I mean it's no an short hour and a half it, yeah it's feature no short, length so I think it's great that uh, you've got that many views
1: so when people are arrested you you know improperly or whatever or um or uh taken against their will you know it seems like one of two things happens either they buckle and they become more subservient or they react and they become an activist it's yeah. one
0: of those two yeah 855 453 the SACL cai toll free line 1855 4503733 some of them uh the buckling types will also thank their captors and I'm kiss so their butt sad after they get a sentence from a judge or cash or time in jail. They say thank you. Ugh. Please don't thank these people for doing this to you. It's terrible. We're coming up. You take control. Our three- Hi, I'm Derek J. I don't want a politician to represent me. To me, government is the idea that one group of people can coerce everyone to comply with an edict or face increasing punishments up to and including death despite perhaps the most noble of intentions, the best government services are a far cry from what could be provided for by voluntary interactions. Besides, the people who call themselves the government wage wars and put peaceful people in jail for crimes involving no victims. If Starbucks used some of its money to drop bombs, I wouldn't shop there. So why would I support the American empire? The Empire does not require my consent. Derek J.'s Victimless Crime Spree. Available now, free, in HD. See it now at VictimlessCrimeSpree.com. This is Free Talk Live. Hour number three is what we're launching into here. The number is 855 450 It's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Joining you tonight in the studio, it's Ian. Here.
1: Michelle.
0: And Mark. Once again, 855-450-3733. You can join us on our website. Head over to freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features on the site. We give them away, and you can control the content. All that stuff you see on the front page, you scroll down the page, there's a numbered items listed there with descriptions. Each of those items was, submit, was submitted by a listener like you. might have even been you, Uh, you can go to freetalklive.com and you can submit different things you find on the internet. uh, And then other listeners can vote them up or down. And the more voted up, make it to the front page and the top of the site. So go to freetalklive.com, get interactive. And don't forget, uh, one of the most important things to do there is visit the upcoming stories page. If you go there daily, there's always something fresh on the upcoming stories page and usually on the front page as well. But uh, the idea is to vote on the things on the upcoming stories page, so they can make it off of the upcoming stories page and make it onto the front page. So once again, go to freetalklive. dot com. You can get interactive that way. As we go back to the phones and to your thoughts, Jared is on the line in Michigan on the Amp lines. Hey, Jared. Hey guys, what's
8: up? Hey, hey, what's you on know, your, I'll, your mind to tonight? For the last call. To uh, so the last caller, I'm in the same boat as you guys. I don't follow sports either. I mean, if they want to, they're free to. But I think of bread and circuses. That's what Julius Caesar used to say in the Roman Empire times. You keep the people
6: fat, happy, and stupid, and you can do to them whatever you please. Yep. So true. you
8: focused on the games. Okay. Um, I was primarily calling because um, you guys had a caller from yesterday, Sam, and he brings up an excellent question, and I've gone through this with my wife. Um, his question was how to convert a liberal. Um, I just had a few comments to add to it from what uh, you and Mark were
0: saying about it last night. Sure, time. how to convert a liberal-minded person into a liberty-minded Which, person. Which, of course,
2: my comment was you never convert anybody. That's
0: a good point. It, it mm-hmm. is something that uh, that takes time, and it it's should be a gentle process. But go ahead and add your uh, your thoughts. It
8: is. Um, I mean, I'm converting myself, too, over more and more to the liberty side, as I've said in previous calls. So I used to be a conservative all the way through and through and through. But um, when it came to my wife from my own personal experience, I can tell you that some of the things that were important to me, like she grew up in an ultra-liberal household. They make Barack Obama look like Ron Ron Paul. Um and she's never seen a gun before. Guns are a big part of my life. They're very important. And I just simply never forced it on her. I would tell her, like, hey I'm cleaning one. I'll be in the other room. If you want to learn more, that's where I will mm-hmm. be. You help them think it's their idea. You never force it around them. And I find that people will come around or at least be more receptive to it in the long run if you do
3: that.
0: Absolutely true. Um, that's uh that's how I approached things when I was in jail. Uh, was I just kind of took it easy, and then as people learned a little bit about me just through no, normal conversation, the questions would come up, and that would be the opportunity to uh, to answer.
8: Right, and the other way too is, I mean, for me being a former conservative Republican all the way, um, when I listen to her complain about a Republican, I'll find a way to not spin it, but show her how the Democrats do the same thing in a different mm-hmm. context, and it's something, it's like just planting a seed and hoping it grows over time. And I think, I mean, my goal isn't to convert her. I would, I mean, ideally I would like to, but I mean, I can live with it, but she seems to be more open to a lot of ideas. And for example, one of the things that we're doing this time is I voted for a Republican president every single time. She's voted for a Democrat president every single time. And we both come to the conclusion she doesn't want Obama and I don't like Romney. And um, so we both, Decided what was right for us. Well, how about we both vote third party? There you go. It's just another thing that you can do. I mean, you know, and Gary Johnson is not going to be on the ballot in this state. Oh, geez. Um, but I'm sure there's a Constitution is he from party or maybe. Yeah. 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 I mean, that, that could change, but it's highly Unlikely. at this point. But we could always write him in. He claims to be a writing in candidate. And it's just another step that you can take. Because it's like you say, Mark, Michigan's probably going to go for Obama, even if it is going to be a swing state this time around my one vote isn't going to flip it so it's not yeah. going to really matter but it's it, it's taking the steps with that other person is what it is a few it's, weeks and ago i would recommend that a few
1: or, a few weeks ago i um i announced or ian announced for me that um i had changed my mind and that i you know was encouraging people to do in the, within the system activism mm-hmm. and that that is absolutely true um, however, it's not at the expense of of you know agorism or um, no you got to do or, it all exactly yeah. so so as you're you know bringing yourself along to liberty are there any things that you're doing that you know to try to encourage um, competing with the state and and doing eradicating it that way are you are you uh, you know I don't know if he hitting... said he was
0: doing any activism. I mean, are... no,
1: he's not. He's saying right. that he's bringing himself to liberty within the system. So I'm wondering, are you doing anything like kind of outside the system, sort of um, of liberty exploration?
8: Not really. I still consider myself a small government constitutionalist kind of person. I'm not. I mean, that's pretty much where I stand today. But um, I do find myself much more to the right, if you want to look at it from that spectrum, than a lot of other people. Um, so, no, I mean, I don't really, I mean, I do what I do, but I mean, I'm not any type of activist or nothing like that. But I mean, as far as my wife goes, I just try to find ways to plant seeds and just have her reason through it herself. Because I think if anybody actually put enough time to it, whether they're a conservative or a liberal, the only place to really go is towards more liberty. That's I, true. I well, well, you could be more of a,
0: a fascist or a socialist. I mean, you could go towards more tyranny. But that's uh, few and far in between. Most people aren't going to do that.
1: Are you? Um, you said that you're really conservative. Are, by chance, are you
8: a Christian? I was. By- um, no, I'm not. Um, I don't really concern myself with that stuff. I was raised a Catholic, but I mean, it's not. Something that I really spend my time thinking
1: about. Tom Woods is a, is a man who's Catholic who um, has written a lot of books and does a lot of speaking engagements on liberty and things. And I was going to recommend to you a um, a website called libertarianchristians.com. Obviously, you don't have to be a Christian to read it. It's just it's right. it's a, a well written blog and it has. Is that Tom
2: Woods? A, no, but oh, okay.
1: he he's featured in a lot of um, things in there. Anyway, that's a anything really,
2: by Tom Woods is going to be great.
1: Yeah, it's a really great. Um, uh, avenue for people that are that are kind of getting going from the conservative um, uh, place to liberty it's a it's it would be friendly to you and to your wife i'm Great. sure
0: so anything else you want to share tonight jared
8: yeah i mean i would just be happy even in our lifetime i mean you know i'm not on board with the no government thing but i mean even if i know it's a pipe dream but even if we could just scale back in any way I mean, i'll take whatever we can get I mean, I'll take any type of scaling. You ain't
0: going to get it get. in Michigan, dude.
1: Careful saying that you'll take whatever you can get. That is a uh,
0: well.
2: I'll tell you. Um, I think
0: he means the reductions. In-
2: you know, I, this is a lot of people. This this is kind of how how I feel. I mean, you know, certainly if 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 you could see a scaling back of government, that would be a you know a, a step in the right direction. And you know, here in New Hampshire, we've managed to get the you know the, there was a tax cut of twelve percent last year. So uh, was it you- a tax cut or a budget cut?
0: It was a budget cut, and it was a baseline
8: budgeting
2: cut. It wasn't in proposed spending. That it was, was not a, no 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 no. no, no it was not a. It was a, yeah. It was a baseline. You're right. So it was not in proposed spending. So it was a budget cut from the year before. But they can only tax in in New England. They can only mm-hmm. tax to the uh, to the budget.
0: So, it should actually be reflected in taxes? Absolutely. Okay, that's good to know. Uh, hey, thanks for the call. I appreciate hearing from you tonight and look forward thank to it. Uh, yes, sir. 855 free, the cycle CAI toll free line. Uh, but I, it doesn't look like Michigan is going to have a rollback of government uh, anytime soon, uh, nor does it really look that way anywhere else. It's a rollback of
2: government, absolutely.
0: Well, what do you mean by uh, not by it's their bankrupt. choice? The, the, the,
2: the, police, by... The, the police have shut down hours.
0: Yeah, but they haven't stopped charging property tax. Mm hmm. So, like, you're getting less service, the property tax, supposedly? Their, their
2: property taxes are worth far less than the properties there in, in Detroit are worth far That's less. That's true. I don't know about the rest of Michigan. I imagine it's not.
0: But they're cutting effective. back on, you know, they're even turning off street lights in Detroit there. And so you're getting less for the
2: same amount. Trash service. No, you're not getting the same amount. Like it's not the it's same not amount. It's not going to
0: change that much one year to the next. So it's, if they turn off all. Property the,
2: values are plummeting in Detroit. I mean, there's houses being sold there for a dollar. Right. But uh what's what is uh, the, do you what, know what, what is the, 10 millage points on a dollar? Do you know it's what the
0: process is to get an abatement?
2: I have no idea. Okay, so
0: don't don't talk about how you know that people are getting great What are they going to do? Take Detroit? your
2: property? There's all kinds of derelict properties there. Just don't pay your property taxes if you live in the I Detroit. support
0: that. You shouldn't pay your property taxes anywhere, but we need to get people together who actually know what these issues are. Not in are, Detroit, you don't. And who are willing to make a stand.
2: What are they going to do? Steal your property in 8 Detroit?
0: 855 450 free 450 3733 You can take control here. Bring up whatever's on your mind. This is Free Talk Live. this is free talk live Toll free number for you bring up anything you want 855-450-FREE it's the SACL CAI toll free line one 450 3733 you can join us on our website just head over to freetalklive.com enjoy the features on the site webcam included you can watch listen and interact the chat room is built into the same page michelle's been hanging out in there tonight uh you can go to cam.freetalklive.com
1: they talked about about all sorts of interesting things that have sometimes have nothing to do do with with what we're talking about here yeah
0: cam how dare they (laughs) cam.freetalklive.com it's totally free
2: on free talk live we talk a lot about investing in gold and silver either as a hedge against inflation or investment or barter currency. And we've teamed up with Midas Resources in order to offer you some very special rates on some hand-picked gold and silver pieces, whether it's uh, U.S. Eagles or British Sovereigns, 20 francs, Lakota Nation, silver rounds, Montana Silver Reserves, walking liberty halves, uh, you can go over to gold.freetalklive.com and just take a look at those coins there. Most of them you can comparison shop other places. And make sure you get the best prices when you're doing, when you're buying your precious metals. And make sure you can get them in your hand. It's important that, uh, that you don't know, have them someplace else. It's gold.freetalklive.com.
0: All right. So once again, toll-free 855-450-FREE. Let's go to Jeff listening in Oregon. Jeff, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello.
9: Hello, everybody. Hey, Jeff. I just uh, I wanted to report that I made my first uh, Bitcoin purchase today.
0: Oh, Congratulations! Congr- yeah, that's awesome news. So, uh, what'd you buy? If you can tell us.
9: No problem. Yeah. So I did I uh, did a small purchase about a hundred bucks. I I honestly did, have been doing a lot of research on it because this is all. I think the thing to really wrap my head around is how different this all is, and kind of how strange it is. You know, it's so different. I've, I've been doing some silver, of course, and you know, you can always take that home. So. Finally, did it. I did the BitInstant, instant, uh, like you guys. Uh, you know, I think it, you guys sold it pretty well, so I gave it a try. I did the Bitcoin to email, mm-hmm. uh, which I think was honestly an extra step I didn't need because yep. I ended up just transferring it to, to uh, an wallet. app that I found called yep. Blockchain. Yep on my on my uh, smartphone, and uh, and I did about a hundred bucks worth. So Sweet. I'm, I'm sitting on it right now. So
0: first, you bought the bitcoins at BitInstant.com, and then you spent them yeah. where again? Uh,
9: well, I, I sent them to. I did the Bitcoin email option.
0: No, no, no. But I guess you said you. I thought you said you bought something with your bitcoins, or no? You no. just bought bitcoins. Just bought the bitcoins. Oh
9: yeah, I just bought them. I'm sitting up. Yeah, that. Ah. I don't. Even you know sold to do dollars. Next, honestly, <laughs> I, I I I'll tell you kind of why I'm buying them, and I just wanted to share this with you. This. This is one advantage of Bitcoin, and I don't know if this is a true advantage or not, but this is what I'm thinking. I, I I bought a lot of silver, and I have actually cashed out some of it, and what I had to do is I had to pay, apparently, they have something called a collectibles tax, which is pretty ridic- ridiculous. In Oregon? What's that? Is not this different. something? I mean, you think it's, uh, well, That's a federal. I live in California. I'm just visiting in Oregon, but... But apparently, you pay a collectibles tax, which is something like twenty seven percent it 's pretty pretty hefty
0: what, uh, just to clarify, um, is this California state law or is this a federal thing
9: you know it might even be federal actually it might even be federal i 'm not the tax expert, but I, you know it, it honestly might be federal. How did you become aware about. of this uh, because because i sold I sold the silver and um, and, at like
2: a storefront know, or something? So did you pay the money on the capital gains that you had from, when you, yeah. from what you bought on the silver, or did you pay uh, just the uh, 27% of the total money you made from the silver?
9: It's 27% of the
2: gain. Of the gain. Just so how do they know that you gained? I mean, you could have bought silver. That was
0: at, why I was asking where he sold the silver. I mean, to whom did you sell the silver? Was it like a storefront and they had you fill out paperwork?
9: Yes, I sold it back to. Uh, I sold it to a collector in town. Back Same to the collector, collector you bought it yeah. from. Uh, I actually bought it from a number of places. Uh, on, a number of places, him and some places online as well.
1: So short term, this is actually part of capital gains, and um, so it's a federal thing. And, and collectibles held less than one year are taxed at personal income rates, and collectibles held one year or longer tax at 28 percent.
0: So just to clarify. Oh. You went into some guy's place, you know, we're, we buy gold, we buy silver. I've seen these. Guys. When I was down in Florida, there were at least three guys on the side of the road wearing dollar signs, waving at people to try to get people to go and sell, uh, sell their gold and silver. So you walk into this place, offer the silver for sale, come to an agreement on a price, and then what happens? Is he charging the tax right there? Are you taking a form, filling it out, paying uh, the, you know, the IRS? How are you paying this 27%?
9: Well, no, he, yeah. It actually came later when we, put, when we did our income taxes. My, uh, my wife is, you know, honestly, I, I almost debated not reporting it, but my wife is very conscientious about such things, and so Ugh. we had to pay the extra uh, uh, for the
0: tax man. Did he uh, give you for, a tax form? For- was there a form involved that you had to fill out or that the, uh, the agent at the shop filled out for you at the point of sale? No.
9: No, you know, you just kept the receipts. You're required okay. to keep the receipts and so, then kind of prove
2: Let me, you know, uh, where,
9: you know. You know though, for the you audience don't. at
2: large, this is really important. The government is reti- required to prove income. You're required to prove deductions. They have to prove your income, so they have to prove that you had income. And you've got to prove a deduction. So if you say I made sixty thousand dollars, but here are my deductions, it's down to twenty thousand, down to forty thousand because I have twenty thousand dollars worth deductions. You've got to provide receipts for every one of those deductions. But those you have to have pieces this of paper for anything. This is the uh, look. This is what tax people this is Mark's say. Mark's understanding. This is my understanding. So you have to provide pieces of paper. They have to provide pieces of paper too to prove your income. Which is why if I asked they have if- no piece of paper. There is no income. Right,
0: which is why I asked if this store owner was filling out some sort of a form about you, and it sounds like he didn't. Did uh, So he didn't get your name and address or anything like that? I, I don't think so. In that case, uh, yeah, you definitely should not have... Uh, Sucker! This yeah. is voluntary. <laughs> tell You're... that
9: to my wife. Tell that to my wife. Yeah, <laughs> put her on the I phone.
0: No,
1: <laughs> but let me tell you something.
0: Lady. Exercise
1: some <laughs> authority exactly. over your woman.
3: <laughs> Lady. Hey, can
1: I make a point about Bitcoin? Please. Can I make
9: a point about Bitcoin? Yeah, this sure. Is, this is what I'm to do, is that when it comes to Bitcoin, there is zero paper trail, and there isn't even a mechanism, as far as I'm aware. Maybe somebody can correct me if I'm wrong.
0: Well, if you, you ever I find start one starts, out, don't tell your wife. Oh, God, be to stop yeah. it.
9: No, but I'm, honestly, there's no mechanism for for, for capital gains or collect,
0: collectible tax. Or I don't whatever know. How do you know they won't consider Bitcoins collectible? Exactly. Well each of the, each of them has a wallet number attached to it which is unique.
2: I somebody would have to provide look, the government will accept anything when you fill out that form, the tax form, and you say that you've received X number of dollars from the sale of uh, you know, whatever. You can sell things online, you can sell virtual things online. Yeah. You can sell pictures of yourself online, whatever. You can sell anything. If you tell the government I made this much money doing it, then that's They're re- take that's their them. receipt. Yep. So if uh, uh, you know, but other than that, they need pieces of you paper totally to You totally volunteered
0: it. into that. Into so, that tax. Stop it.
2: Here's what I want to say. Yes, there may very well be. I think when you get money back from bitcoins, it has to go into a bank account, isn't that right, Ian? What do you mean by that?
0: When you sell a bitcoin? When you sell? I've a never bitcoin. sold a Bit-
2: bitcoin. I don't know. It It has to go through some kind of banking organization to get back to you. How do
0: you know? How do you know it doesn't go through MoneyGram or something like that? I don't know. That would be a question for the folks right. over at BitInstant to uh, to answer.
1: If you if you give your money away like that, you deserve to have it taken and. In- I, and in being a trader, I'll take your money. <laughs> I have no problem taking your I'm sorry your money to hear talk. about
0: the wife on that one. <laughs> that was definitely, uh, hopefully you can convince her otherwise next time or put her on the phone with us. We'll uh, do, I don't know, we'll do our best. But uh, I appreciate the call tonight, Jeff. Good luck out there and congrats on the Bitcoin purchase. Don't tell anybody if you sell them. Uh, I would keep that to myself. All
2: right, thanks for the call. More coming up. This is Free Talk Live.
0: Free number tonight for you, 855-450-FREE. That's one 450 3733 Join us on our website over at freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features on the site. They are courtesy of our wonderful sponsors, uh, people like SACL CAI, LegalZoom. You know, if you're thinking about starting a business, here's a word to the wise. You can incorporate over at LegalZoom.com. you can help protect you, that is, incorporation against Frivolous lawsuits that can wipe you out. LegalZoom.com is fast and easy, and they do more than just incorporation. They do patents, wills, trademarks, and more. Go to LegalZoom.com. Use code FTL, like Free Talk Live, and you'll get 10 bucks off your order at LegalZoom.com. Uh, so once again, eight five five four fifty free. That's uh, the SACL Cai Toll Free Line. Uh, I know we want to talk about QE three. Michelle's got she's hot on that topic, but I <laughs> wanted to make sure that we got uh, a little bit more detail out about the Seattle story from last hour. And there was some confusion. There was some studio uh, tensions, I guess. Uh, and because <laughs> and- I
1: instigated and poked you all a little bit. Mark. And you were so sweet, uh, Ian, to to defend Mark, even though he was ill prepared. He was attacking
0: himself. Is he really was, what he, he was, was doing. He was ill prepared. He was, was beating admitting. himself up. And uh, and you know it's okay. Look, Ian,
2: I'm uh, I believe myself to be a person of principle who's as fair as I possibly can be. I berate you for rolling out of bed at 6:55. Uh, p- you,
1: you missed that. I mean, he PM. interjected that into his thing while you were going. Oh, don't feel bad. Don't feel bad. He's like, what? Like you who roll out of bed five minutes before the show, ill prepared, <laughs> and you just kept going. Oh, it's alright.
7: Just- yep.
2: So yeah. if I do it wrong. I'm not going to let myself slide. I don't let I've you slide. I've got my show prep, man. It's you're all You're sloppy good. on both sides. It's You're consistent. It's cool.
1: Hey, it's okay. I'm here, and I brought enough show prep for all of us. Thank you.
0: <laughs> Look, the problem, if there was any problem at all, Mark, it was that the story wasn't that good of a story.
1: Always blame it on someone else. <laughs>
0: If you want to beat yourself up over this that's fine it's your business it's your mind your body you I can do everything I have something in
1: my bag that will help I'll bet that
0: you, you, do. you can do whatever you want to yourself I'm telling you you know, the only if there was anything done wrong, it was that you didn't find a more detailed story. Because I wasn't asking you to know every detail about the story. I was just simply asking about what was already said. That sometimes, you know, I'm in the middle of doing things over here. I've got calls coming in, looking to see who's on the line. There's, I'm running the show and hosting the show at the at the same Nobody time. Nobody wants to hear your excuses. And so <laughs> just go on. I and wanted read to it. know what you had said if if I if I'd understood lipstick. it correctly. And <laughs> and it was hard to understand that first story from Como News, which is a talk radio or a news, news radio station in Seattle, KOMO. Yeah, I agree and that it was
2: nowhere near as good as uh, some of these other stories. That this this up.
0: story was very general. It didn't make clear when this man had right. complained so to the police. So if he
1: read the article beforehand, two days, he yeah. would have been able to find another one that explained it better.
2: No, actually, I had two articles up when I read this one because I had uh, gone through you a You were reference. watching
1: kitty videos?
2: Kitty videos? Like I sometimes do watch cat videos, <laughs> but uh, I don't really remember doing it in the last couple of days. You were saying something, though. You had two articles up. I had two articles up, and I think that I had the story at one point. Like, I liked the way the Como uh, story talked about how the prosecutor, uh, the the, the internal Mm -hmm. investigations officer, walked this through. Can we
1: have therapy later?
2: Ian (laughs) wants to talk about it. (laughs) I I know. I hear you. Ian (laughs) continues. I I was silent, nearly silent, while he was talking about this stuff. I don't want to talk about it anymore.
0: Well, I want to get the real story out. I'm sorry, but, uh, you know, that story was unacceptable. I mean, there's more detail out there, and a lot of it, the Seattle Weekly has uh, the detail here, and... I mean, we're not going to have a chance to get into all this. There's a lot uh, that, that's going on in this story. I did uh, hoot earlier on Facebook and Twitter about the the actual link to this uh, very, very detailed account of, uh, of what went down. I mean, this guy ended up getting tased. Uh, the, it yep. was a, a real nasty situation. But Why didn't you lead with that
1: so part? Here's, it bl-
2: didn't, he didn't know. It wasn't in the Como story. So, again. I did know. I read the other story previously, and I had two stories up.
1: So you did know, but you didn't report properly or adequately right. or whatever. You
2: are being so mean to him. <laughs> I've had, I've, I did Look, have the two stories. It's not acceptable. Okay,
0: fine. That's not the issue here. The issue at hand is getting out what actually happened and the basics of what happened to this guy who claimed that he was attacked by the police because he had complained to the police. After being kind of arrested
1: the, for jaywalking.
0: That was the main gist of this this story. Basically, as I understand the story now, having looked deep a little deeper into it, that on the street where he was threatened over the jaywalking offense... That was when he was arrested for obstructing justice. Right. And the reason why he was arrested for obstructing justice, supposedly, was because he, he tried to call the police during the arrest so, or during the, that whole process. He picked up his cell phone mm-hmm. and he made a phone call to the police station complaining about what the police were doing to him. Did they so, give him an
1: option of being fined or they went straight to you're going to jail?
0: I don't have that detail, mm-hmm. but, uh, but there's a lot of detail in the story. And obviously we've been in the middle of the show, so I haven't had the chance to read the whole thing but i did look at you know the basics of the the story and that is that so he was arrested for obstructing then then and there then he later went to the police department to and complain and further you know actually officially filed a
2: complaint mm-hmm. so so they had to in order to cover the behavior of the officers who essentially threw a man to the ground handcuffed him and tased him for uh, alleged jaywalking they um, they had to come up with some reason to cover the officers. In order to cover the officers, they had to have a story, and the you know the guy had to be guilty. So they took the charges and they walked them through in order to get him guilty. Two prosecutors, a county and a city, weren't were declined to uh, go after charges on this guy. They finally had to you know uh, the the internal investigations officer, who frankly should have no power whatsoever to bring charges against an, uh, a citizen, should only have powers to police the police, decided to walk this charge through to the prosecutor, sat down, had lunch, and then made it happen.
0: Now remember, this is all happening in the same city. Then they
1: can write off the lunch, because they were conducting business, though. Because, I guess. You know?
2: Now,
0: this all happened in the same city in which uh, they shot a man to death for whittling. I believe yeah. that, uh, that was the same. Oh, thing. that also was deaf. so yeah. terrible. Yeah, that oh uh, he was sitting uh, on uh, like a public sidewalk or somewhere, you know, bench or something like that, and uh, whittling away. And an officer came up to him, yelled at him, drew his gun on him, and literally shot him within seconds.
2: Within seconds.
0: It was horrifying. And of course, that officer has... not I don't believe anything happened to that officer as a result of that. And in this case, uh, odds are good nothing's going to happen to the officers here. At least this man survived this encounter. Uh, 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line. Dale is in Manchester, New Hampshire. You're on Free Talk Live. Dale.
10: Hey, guys. Hey. Uh, Hi, Dale. Hi. Um... So I had an incident happen today that, uh, as you guys know, I'm not like a fan of intellectual property, and uh, I've I made a lot of comic strips and I put them out for free for people and told them share them if you want. You know, it's no big deal. Sure. And uh, yeah, so today I came across my comic, on, one of my comics on Facebook, and I thought that was kind of cool. But uh, do you know the one thing I ask of people if they if they share something of mine? I just ask one thing of them:
1: include the URL credit.
10: Yeah, don't edit it. Leave the URL on there. They had specifically cut this out, cut the comic down to not show the URL.
1: Is this a person that, that's a friend of yours or a friend of a friend kind of thing?
10: It, it's actually, it was, uh, it was Nobody for President, I think, some mm. group on Facebook. Mm. They've got lots of, the, the comic was being shared all over the place. it was got lots of shares, lots of likes. Wow. Nobody knows it's mine.
3: Aww.
0: <laughs> that's unfortunate. Who's running, Danny, idea who's running that page?
10: No, I don't know. I, I know it's getting some buzz. There's a lot of people who know me got on
0: and said what a stuff shame about
1: it. Yeah. Well, I you know I like to see people. It's rude. Yeah. Yeah. I, exactly. Rude. Exactly. Well,
3: and, I mean, and,
0: you you, know, they would have had to do it. Just, how much did they cut out, by the way? Like, so you know, it just was this the so, bottom strip, right? Yeah. I mean, just what, the bottom of it. Okay, so just they, they did the on purpose cut out. Uh, it wasn't like they cropped out other portions of the action in the comic. Uh, it, they literally just cut out the part with your information.
2: Well, what you should do is uh, go back to all of your strips. Most of your strips are in a four-panel uh, setup, uh, four squares uh, in a square. You should uh, put your uh, URL right in the center, in between the two.
10: I, I, I've done that before on some of them. I mean, I've changed it around different ways, but mostly I'm just kind of. It, it just irks me that that, uh, you're, you're, that uh, I, you know that I mean, I don't believe in intellectual property, but I believe it gives
0: people credit for stuff.
3: Absolutely. And,
10: and I wonder how much is happening because they're afraid of of getting a copyright issue if they were to leave
0: that stuff on when they post. Hmm, that's a good question. I don't know. You'd think that nobody for president people, um, it always seemed like more of a, like an anarchist thing. So who knows who's behind that page? I'd be curious. I would send them a message and say, "Hey, you I'm know,
2: sharing something on Facebook?
0: Not, you know, obviously you're not going to threaten them, but just say, hey, why don't you give me credit? I'd really appreciate that." More coming up. It's Free Talk Live.
1: Are you a liberty activist or enthusiast looking to meet others like you? Do you want to advance capitalism, peace, and freedom, but aren't sure how? I'm Amanda Mill, executive director of Liberty on the Rocks, encouraging supporters of a free society to host happy hour. Activism and education doesn't need to be boring, and you can find free market friends. So start a Liberty on the Rocks network near you and begin connecting and informing libertarian thinkers over drinks. Visit www.libertyontherocks.org.
0: Hey, this is Free Talk Live. Moments remain, but enough time for you and your thoughts. If you dial in now, 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-855-450-3733. Join us online at freetalklive.com. All the features are free. If you like the show, become an amplifier. You can go to amp.freetalklive.com. We'll take that 3 bucks that the AMP program costs which you can pay through PayPal with any major credit card or use Visa or MasterCard on our site. We'll take that 3 bucks and invest it into Free Talk Live, using it to advertise to more radio stations, get more uh, people on board. We're going to L.A. in October. For a very short period of time, uh, we're going to be attending a, a quick one-day convention from Talkers Magazine. They used to just do it in New York City, but now they're doing a West Coast one and an East Coast one. So yep. they've, they've uh, that way you
2: got to beat the West Coast and East Coast program directors. Yeah,
0: it's true that some of the guys from the West Coast aren't going to come to New York City. So uh, there are I've already seen the list of uh, some of the folks that are going to be attending this uh, convention on and the West, West Coast. Coast and there's, specific. There's at least a handful of folks I've been talking to for years on the phones, uh, trying to get them on board with uh, with Free Talk Live and Sometimes it's just meeting that person uh, face to face that really locks it in for you. I mean, it, it, don't worry, I'll talk to him for you. Yeah.
1: Go- <laughs> oh my gosh, really? You did just really
0: look at him. They'll be like, "Who?" Because they haven't been talking to you, but uh, they're going to no. devil. Seriously, behind Mark's that great voice to have on along.
1: Free talk live. He's
0: he's very good at uh, at schmoozing
2: with people. So, are
1: you a closer? Uh,
0: I
2: don't, not at this, not at these events. Actually, I'm extraordinarily proud of Ian when he goes to these events because he really is, uh, he he steps up and he closes. Nice. Uh, well, no, I we don't well, really do closing. But, I mean, one he does what? Let's one argue needs to about do. who's
1: a closer now. We had we had the argument in the last segment about you guys in your you know needing a, a therapist, which I'm happy to do. But now we can
3: discuss who's
1: a closer and who's. A, I'm a closer.
0: Go, go well, ahead and finish. When you the go story. to one of these conventions, it's not to close a deal. It's no. to uh, just to schmooze and to um, be seen. It's a who's who kind of thing. And
2: so, if but you got to go up and talk to people, and yeah. that's not really where you're. We got to get students. your
1: outfits like I'm going to pack your clothes. Uh. Uh,
2: Michelle, these are um 60-year-old white guys. <laughs> I mean they they're not looking for Ian to be uh you know wearing uh skull anyway, It's L.A.
0: We went, uh, we, go, we get to go to these <laughs> things <Visiting> because LA. <laughs> of listeners like you becoming Free Talk Live Amplifiers. So thank you uh, to everybody that has amped the show in the past. Maybe you're not still because of financial troubles. That certainly happens. Um, but also thanks to everybody who's currently amplifying. And if you haven't yet done so, please go to amp.freetalklive.com You get perks like access to the amp-only call-in lines, amp-only forum, podcast, and more. You can get signed up at amp.freetalklive.com. And our number here again is 855-450-FREE. So QE3, Michelle, you have been itching to talk about this. You touched <laughs> on it in the very first segment of the show. Uh, this is the next quantitative easing, which is apparently a fancy word for printing out money, right? That's correct.
1: Now, there's this, there is one uh, school of thought that businesses are not hesitant to invest and hire because interest rates are too high but rather they're hesitant because of the uncertainty surrounding their future prospects. And that's where you get into the discussion about whether or not Romney or Obama is going to be better for the economy right. in the future. So then you've got Bernanke, ha- you know, sh- having a, a, a meeting with a bunch of, um, economists in Jackson hole, Wyoming, a couple of weeks ago. And, um, and the, the people from the, uh, uh the Euro, um, you know not showing up and that was kind of a, a bit of a like kind of a scandalous sort of thing because you know who's on board with what but what does it co- seem strange to
2: you that they do this in jackson hole wyoming by the way i mean it's so beautiful
1: there in it, the summer oh absolutely <laughs>
2: it's uh, the uh yellowstone where jackson hole is uh you know near its, where it's located is frankly in my opinion the most beautiful place in the mm-hmm. nation Gorgeous. um but there's no major airport there that I can recall. Um, Jackson Hole wasn't actually a wasn't really like a bustling metropolis with a huge uh, you know uh, kind of convention. center. No, it's like center. Jekyll
1: Island was way back right. when. It just doesn't make any sense
2: <laughs> to me why they picked Jackson Hole. But I don't they've know. Done it more they picked once.
1: New Hampshire back hundred sure, years ago, Breton Woods. Woods. You yeah. know. So okay. So I was just, that was a little background to to where we're at now. Where um, yes, uh, QE three, unlike QE one and two. Two does not have a deadline. On well,
2: I thought the QE one and two really were just. I mean, these are just ex, QE three. Really, is just an extension of QE one, which is an extension of QE two, or QE two, which is an extension of QE one. I thought that they really hadn't stopped. Did they?
3: They
1: um, they increase the amounts is what okay. they do. So yeah. for this allotted um, amount of fifty billion dollars, I believe it is.
2: Isn't it forty billion dollars per? Is it per month?
1: Yes. Okay. Yes. And that
2: they're going to purchase mortgage backed securities?
1: Yes, and the um the end date is left up in the air they whereas with the other the two f- the Fed.
2: Yes. The Federal Reserve? Yes. Yes, the, the Federal, Federal Reserve Bank. is going to buy from Franny Franny Murray and Freddie Mack. Do Good um, <laughs> the these ugly nasty uh, you know mortgage backed securities which are the garbage that caused the uh basically the meltdown in the first place.
1: So the funny thing is, is, so they've they've got a couple different things going on. They're printing more money. They're in, uh, insisting that uh, the government's insisting that the interest rate rates be kept low so that people will invest. However, no one's investing, and part of the reason mm-hmm. is because the banks, which uh, got all the TARP, you know, um, help and things. Are sitting on one point five trillion dollars in excess reserves, yeah, they're and holding, they're they're refusing to lend that out because it, the interest it feels rates they got burned. Yeah, because the interest rates so low, they don't want to lend out at that at that rate anyway. So y- there is, I think, really we're really being set up with this like perfect storm kind of thing. Um, with with the economy, and I know we've been talking about the economy collapsing and everything. I think it's going to happen now well, <laughs>
2: this year. So there's a lot of ultra bears out there that have been predicting it for you know year after year. But mm-hmm. Ian, let me tell you about these mortgage-backed securities because I know. Oh, no, it's leaving you in the dark a little bit, so um, this is why this is really just. Print- don't be
1: condescending. Now printing- I'm going to step up for Ian. Don't you be patronizing, condescending. Okay, then explain Ian.
2: it to me, Ian. I don't know what I, just, I don't know what a security okay. is. So um, the so this is why this is printing money. Security is somebody you hire. Just printing money. So I've made an investment in something horrifying: uh, bags of bull poop. Okay. Um, and I, you know, I thought these bags. Everybody was saying the bags of bull poop were were great, and that they kept on going up in value every single month get bull poop and so i got them and i've got these bags of bull poop and they're not worth anything because the market in bull poop crashed Mm -hmm. probably bull poop, by the way is actually worth more than the dollars they're going to be printing out here but that's beside the point um so then i say hey buddy buddy Will you buy my bull poop that's not worth anything for me at the price that I bought the bull poop at? And you're
0: talking to the Federal Reserve. In yes. Case.
2: You, my buddy, are the Federal Reserve and you're like, Well, I've got to keep the economy going and I've got an idiot for a friend, so I guess I better buy the bull poop. So you buy the bull poop, which you're not going to be able to sell for anything. Right. And that's why you're printing money. Because basically you're buying something you're never going to sell. So, it's just bull.
0: So, uh, and this, they're only buying them from the government organization, Fannie Mae. Which
2: owns 90-something percent.
0: Because they of, bought a bunch of them up, right?
2: They, uh, the 90-something percent of the mortgages in America are owned by, uh, you know, Fannie Mac.
1: Right. So, so, all this started back, you know, years ago when they did the subprime lending, trying to um, because, you know, George Bush said that everyone should own a home and that was going to be, you know, so that was part of the housing bubble. And so this housing bubble was created and there has, we haven't allowed for a contraction in the economy and a contraction. I mean, if you think in terms of like a heartbeat or, or labor, it goes up, it comes down, it goes up. And when you're like having a baby, it you expand, you contract, you expand, you contract. You can't just expand indefinitely. Right, they've
0: been trying to put off that contraction.
1: Right, and that contraction really, really needs to happen actually in it order will. for there it to be growth. has to at some grown. point. You can't, one would you think. You
0: can't get away from the laws of economics.
1: One would think, but I've been, but there's this, the plunge protection team.
2: Right, they got a lot of tricks up their they're sleeve. They're keeping those, those. Uh, they're, they're jugglers that are keeping the balls in the air. Well, no it's doubt. their
0: system, they design the rules, and, uh, and they know how to work it. So, the Plunge Protection Team, what is it, briefly, for those who've never heard of that before?
1: Uh, Well, I mean, people don't... I don't think... I don't think it's an actual thing I think it's more Wayne like believes a,
0: they're real they're real yes
1: I mean there are lots of us that think it's real but there's no one like there's like there's a federal reserve that we know of and and they have a building and an office and mm-hmm. there isn't a plunge protection team with
0: an right you don't get se. to look them up and email yeah. them or but call them you,
1: right but if you go to something like the um, you know if, I'm a technical trader so I just follow trends and stuff but for fundamental traders they look at things like uh, the news and and what's happening around the world to determine uh whether the market's gonna go up or go down. By all of those fundamentals, one would look and you you would expect absolutely 100 percent that the market should be going down. Yes. The housing starts are at an all-time low, um uh foreclosures are at an all-time high, the um savings rate is a negative savings rate still, people are not spending money, and you know, so every indicator is um Showing that the People economy should be contracting, <laughs> absolutely, and it's but not. But the plunge
0: protection team is able to go in and kind of keep prices high by artificially putting they money into the, a market. They catch right?
2: balls for the juggler
0: and toss them back in the air. Yes, financially at least. Yes. All right, so we're out of time tonight. You can join us tomorrow online in the meantime at freetalklive.com. So uh, your money's probably not too safe in dollars. Might want to consider other options: silver, gold, gold, silver, Bitcoin, possibilities. Those might be decent. See you tomorrow at freetalklive.com. It's
1: change your words, change your life. A daily minute program to help you understand the power of every word you speak. Here's New York Times bestselling author Joyce Meyer. Well, there is great power and
10: authority in words. The kind of power that we have depends on the kind of words that we speak. The Bible actually says the power of life and death is in the tongue. Understanding the power of words will help us be more careful about what we say. If you want to keep the problems that you have, then just keep talking about them. But if you want to get rid of them, then talk about the answer as if you expect it to manifest at any moment. We can curse our future by speaking evil of it, or we can bless it by speaking well of it. I really want to encourage you to begin to say and speak things that you want to see happen. Stop just talking about the things that you really don't want in your life. For Change Your Words, Change Your Life. I'm Joyce Meyer. For more information and
1: insight on how you can change your words and change your life, please visit Joyce Meyer, spelled M-E-Y-E-R dot O-R-G. The words we speak can affect our lives in positive and negative ways. In her new book, Change Your Words, Change Your Life, bestselling author and internationally acclaimed teacher Joyce Meyer examines the power of words that convey our thoughts and emotions. She
0: discusses how our words can increase or decrease our level of joy and how they can have a positive or negative effect on our future. Change Your Words, Change Your Life, the latest book from New York Times bestselling author Joyce Meyer is available wherever books are sold.